ladies and gentlemen, and we're live. Talking Track is on your radio, on your computer, in your earbuds, on your TV, on your Alexa, wherever you may be listening live to Talking Track. We are here. Good evening to you. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. And I'd like to find out who is hanging out with us here this evening on this Monday night to talk about all things Star Trek Fleet Command. What's up, 7 of 9 on 146? Welcome. Not my game name on 16. Shindari on server 16. Welcome. Uh, sorry, server 32. I have Beglin from the Thanos Snap server, server 32. <laughs> hey, what's up, Raging Ginger on 31. Truck and Chick on 26. DJ Gurr on 8. Lord Farquaad, what's up? Up past your bedtime and falling asleep on 147. I appreciate you being here, buddy. Hey, what's up, Jerry Ryan on 146, Nostromo on 30, Dirty Bird Bill on server 15, Tabby Moza on 20, The Bear on 15, Hudson 146, Young Ducat on 38, El Cheapo on the Apex server 196. Uh, what's up, Silent Stabber on 8, Big Bad Ed on 30, Divine joining us from server 164, Beat for the Gods on server 17, what's up, Bernard on 28, Talking Trek's newest uh, addition to the moderation team. Uh, Arian is here, server 30. What's up? Gator on 28. Lube on 135. Wambulance on server 15. Welcome. Twab on 22. Bival on 22. Thank you for being here. Omicron on server 16. Thank you. Magmoto on 31. What's up, Silent Killers? Server 31. He says, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Mr. Big on 189. What's up? Big Bad Ed on server 30. There can only be one. Shout out to Nick Knack. Server 38, what's up, Phil? On 146, Infinite Key on 9. Stratalorian. Server 25, shout out to Haggis on server 16. Chronic Break on 10. Lieutenant Razik on server 15. What's up? NC, server 9, Zakara 136, Dirty Snowman on server 37. Welcome into the show. Captain Planets on 167. Scrappy says hello from 137. What's up? Nathan on server 61. Yo, yo, yo. Inix on server 28. Thank you, Kel on 193. Booyah. He says, Scaly back from the Outback joining us tonight. Virgil on 189. What's up? Jayberg on 32. Cold brew for you. I'm digging it. Server 22. And Deadly Ether on 28. Medieval Knight on 13. And so many more. Fluffy Puma here on 32. The Thanos snapped 32. Uh, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. Now, uh, very quickly, let me go over to the stage and, uh, and kind of tell you guys what's going on here this evening. By the way, shout out to the 113 more messages that we had in our server sound off. You guys rock. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, this evening, 204 people already in our lobby. Good evening to those and to the thousands more downloading on our podcast platforms. Uh, real quick, I want, to, uh, I want to do this very quickly as we're talking about our stage. I want to go to the stage tonight and welcome our guest, of course, uh, right-hand man. All right, right-hand man, uh, level 50 bro. Big Country is here. Big Country, good evening. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, 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 and uh, also welcoming uh, for the first time in a little while my left hand man and uh, my non lotion hand, uh, non lotion hand man. <laughs> you guys listen to uh, talking. What, what's um, I think that made it worse when you just said it. Like I know it, it absolutely made it worse. Uh, listen, so if you guys haven't heard Gregor's interview with Techman 16, okay, no, listen, I didn't do this. This was not me, this is all Gregor. 
Okay, let me plug another content creator for a second. You guys go into the uh, go into the uh, Scopely Squad room and find uh, the interview with Gregor from Techman, and uh, he he did this. He talked all about lotion and hands and everything. Okay, this was not me, Gregor. You brought this upon yourself. Okay, I don't recall. <clears throat> yeah, I don't recall there, anything like Fortunately, that. there's audio on the interwebs. <laughs> all right, fortunately, we can we can help you remember. I know it is weird, and it was all it was all Gregor. Uh, this is right, Dark Man. This is right. It's like, hey, who puts lotion on your right hand? That's weird, right? Uh, anyway, uh, good evening uh, to you, Mr. Gregor. Welcome into the show. Yes, good evening. Welcome. Uh, been a while since we had you here. Lots to talk about today. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time dilly dallying because I actually have some some good stuff. I've got uh, some communications from Scopely Live Ops. I've got some exclusive information for you guys regarding this event store that is going on right now um, and how you may plan and prepare because what I have to tell you tonight uh, has not yet been released into the game and we are going to give you, Talking Trek community, a leg up in your planning and your allocation of tickets for the Officer Exchange events, uh, Gregor, so you hang out fluffy puma says uh is it the information that rev already released i don't know what you're talking about but if you want to if you want to tell me what it is then i'll tell you all right but i don't i don't think i mean i don't, I don't know maybe i guess <laughs> possible uh while you're gathering your thoughts you could bring it to me and i'll read these fine people the stupid news stupid, stupid news time for the news let's do it news. Day trade. No, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you breaking news that's already in your news center. All right, I I do have something different that I will give to you. USS Enterprise says, "Let me guess, seven Picard cards." I don't know what you're talking about. Seven Picard cards. I don't know what that means. Uh, good evening. Welcome. This evening in your stupid news, Gregor. Uh, let me scroll up here. Listen, I um, I have what may sound like a political joke, but it's not. Okay, I, f I feel like I gotta always tell this to people now. Like it's not, it's not political. It just happens to sound like it's news. Uh, President Biden, you guys know that he was uh, at the G7 summit in England over the last several days. Okay, he urged other wealthy nations to take a stance against China's use of forced labor. Uh, during the G7 summit. He actually took a strong line on a lot of items, Gregor. Uh, he talked about uh, climate uh, climate change and things like that. He also talked about um, espionage, like foreign, like country-on-country -country espionage, right? He claims that China's military is spying on him. I mean, listen, he's got evidence, too. There was a White House staffer stopped the other day for bringing General So into the White House cafeteria, and he was like, hold it! Hold it, you're trying to... Uh, let's see. See, it's not political. It's just, it's just funny. Uh, Amazon is in the news, Gregor. I bet this one, uh, I bet this one is right up your alley. As a matter of fact, I would wonder, G, if you happen to be an individual who actually put in a bid. Amazon auctioned off a seat on its Blue Origin space rocket for twenty-eight million dollars over the weekend. Twenty-eight million dollars for a round trip into space. Well, techni technically, it was a one-way trip, but Amazon gives free returns. What you're saying? <laughs> Did you? Uh, I'm I'm just curious. I know that you're a big sci-fi guy. 
you love space like legit not even just sci-fi but like you love out of space did you bid did you put a bid oh, in? god no god no man i've watched what happened with columbia i saw the latest <laughs> see all their test firings there's no way well you know it's the thing people are excited to be the first space tourist to fly into space you know just just like people were excited to be the first to sail on the titanic right or the first to fly on the hindenburg <laughs> Those things went incredibly well, so <laughs> there is that. Listen, the point is, I, uh, me, myself, Gregor, I don't know about you. Big, uh, I'll weigh in with you. I, I myself, I'm going to hold on to my $28 million because being the first is often being the last, so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep my $28 million for now. Maybe five is coming. Maybe later. <laughs> Dude, that's right. Tier five is coming. Hang on to your millions. Uh, do- <laughs> that's good. Doctors are skeptical. Have you heard about this? You heard about this truck and chick. Doctors are skeptical uh, skeptical of a Cape Cod fisherman's claim that he was actually swallowed up by a humpback whale, but made it out alive without any serious injuries. You might even say they're not taking the bait. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, this guy claims. I even saw it online. He claims he was swallowed and uh, and escaped. Escaped with no injuries. It's crazy. Um, Get this. Okay, this might be political. Maybe. I'm going with it anyway. Listen, Gregor, you remember uh, Christopher Sign? Do you remember the name? He was the Alabama news anchor who broke the story of former President Bill Clinton meeting with Attorney General Loretta Lynch on an airport uh, tarmac during the investigation of uh, the uh, email server thing, all right? He is dead today at the age of 45 of what appears to be, appears to be natural causes. Of course, <laughs> of course, in the, in the medical community, when someone has dirt on some political power, it, it's always considered natural causes. Yeah, he's dead today. That, uh, oddly enough, he apparently hung himself with the same type of material they found in Jeffrey Epstein's cell. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, anyway, yeah. sorry, sorry. I'm just saying. It's in the news. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, in other political news, continues to struggle earning support from California voters in her bid to unseat Governor, uh, G- Governor, Governor Newsom. <laughs> that's actually, oh my God, that's an amazing new name. Governor Newsom, uh, which is surprising. Uh, that uh, Caitlyn Jenner's not doing very well. Most people would probably vote for Caitlyn just so she has someone else driving her car. Uh, but yeah, not doing so well. Not doing so well. Uh, oh my God. Okay, I have a great story. I have a great story. Where's Wicked Witch? This is just for her. Um, big country, this has gone viral. This is a video that's gone viral in Santa Cruz, Bolivia. A video of a group of cows that, that actually stampeded that it actually injured a few people, caused property damage. The cops eventually were able to catch them, slow them down. Uh, they had to set up a stakeout. <laughs> stakeout, get it? Is this cows? <laughs> Thank you. I'll stop. No more cow jokes. My cow jokes are in utter disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. The cows, some say, some say the cows were charged with moving violations. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, I'm done. Uh, finally, your last story today. Your last one today. 
Uh, your talking track, DA. Oh, Kel. Kel says, I'm really milking that joke. Yes. Yes. I love it when you guys write punchlines. All right, your talking track, DA of the day, comes from Scotland today. The kidnapping of a cafe. This is actually a really funny story. I kind of like it. The kidnapping of a local cafe's beloved garden gnome, Gregor, uh, in the Portobello area of Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, has locals absolutely stumped. Okay, this gnome, there was a garden gnome, it went missing uh, a couple of weeks ago from the Butternut Squash Cafe. Then they were sent a ransom. They were sent a ransom for the garden gnome that read, we have your gnome. If you want to see him again, leave two cheesecakes when you shut the cafe. We will be watching. Well, the cafe refused to bow to these terrorist demands and instead left two pieces of shortbread uh, with a note that said, kidnappers, your treasure awaits. Well, the thieves, they were not happy. They sent another ransom note and said, shortbread? What is this crap? We asked for cheesecake. You have 24 hours or your gnome gets dusty bent. The cafe held firm and refused to deliver the cheesecake, quoting on their Facebook, we will not negotiate with gnome nappers. In the meantime, they replaced the garden gnome and put a new one in their, ga in their uh, garden. The cafe noted, even our customers think we shouldn't be held to a ransom. We have a new butternut friend. P.S. Cheesecake is all sold out. I really, seriously, kind of hope he makes his way home. That's kind of a weird story, right? I kind of hope that he makes his way home. There's no place like gnome. <laughs> uh, listen, I, <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I got. I, no place like gnome, Nathan. That's all I got. Uh, I don't know, Gregor, what the kidnappers were actually thinking. Taking a garden of, don't they understand that cheesecake is bad for your elf? <laughs> That's your talking check DA of the day. Bum, bum. Hey, welcome in, everybody. Good evening. And <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, come on. The bad for your health, elf. It's good. Uh, <laughs> Tycon says, dear God, no more. Get it? No more. That's also very funny. You get a badum. All right, everybody. Good evening. Welcome into the show. Listen, uh, we uh, on this show, crazy enough, cr I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, never thought that we would get to this point, big country. But the, the tapings of Talking Trek are just getting huge. They're getting massive. And so what we have decided to do as a podcast staff is we, we've brought Arian on. We've got a couple of moderators that are going to be helping out here. Uh, we are going to have to control the traffic flow into our stage a little bit better. Last week, we ended up with 25 different people on the stage, and, and it, didn't, it, it doesn't make good radio. So what we're going to do is we are going to be a little bit more traditional in the radio format. Listen, anybody who has anything to say can absolutely be invited to the stage. You'll be able to come up and make your point, and then we'll escort you back to the audience. It'll be kind of like Town Hall where you get the microphone. Hudson said it was out of control, and it was. It was. So uh, this is why not a bunch of people are up on the stage. As we begin discussing our topics, then the moderators will bring you up on stage. You'll be invited to make your comment, and then you will be escorted back to the audience. Uh, and that's really the only way to kind of keep the, the flow and keep the audio and, and all that stuff going. So for those of you who thought that the stage was shut down, it's not. Uh, this is just something that we're doing um, just like any normal radio show. Listen, you, you call up, you're at the producer's beck and call. Like, they put you on, they take you off. Uh, and uh, crazy enough, uh, Gregor and Big Country, I want to issue you guys some congratulations. Also, the entire staff of Talking Trek. 
Um, this past week, if I'm not mistaken, hang on. And, and I didn't even make this announcement when it actually happened. But, folks, uh, Talking Trek is growing by leaps and bounds. The, the podcast is downloaded today by more people per episode than ever before. And as a result, um, I'll just go ahead and tell you, as of today, as of this moment right now, and don't forget, we started, Gregor, with a different hoster. If you remember way, way back, like the first five, six months of the show, we started with a different hoster. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, we got, oh, somebody's going to have to help me remember. Snake Eyes may know. It was either ten or 30,000. I don't remember. I think it was 10. I'm going to go with 10 for now, which means as of this moment, ladies and gentlemen, Talking Trek has been downloaded and or streamed from various podcast platforms uh, 160,000 times. 160,000 times. It's a huge, and, and let me tell you, let me tell you, these numbers, folks, these come, it's crazy to me. These numbers are coming most recently, like, like, for example, in the last 30 days, just in 30 days, we have had almost 20,000 downloads. We also published, uh, not, not very long ago, uh, Snake Eyes, we published our 150th episode. 150 episodes, big yeah! country! <laughs> Can you believe that? 150 episodes, man. It doesn't feel like 150, I don't think. But, you know, by TV standards, big country, we're ready for syndication, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can people start just... Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, funny enough, I have to tell you this very, very quickly, um, and then we're going to get into our content. While I'm bragging on the show and its staff a little bit, uh, especially Snake Eyes, who has worked since day one, long before this show was generating any revenue whatsoever. Snake Eyes was putting as many hours, if not more, than than I was into it. Um 150 episodes later uh and and that by the way is also on the new on the new uh platform i think we've we're actually probably up to like 180 something but uh absolutely crazy crazy statistics and i just want to thank all you guys uh for for supporting the show and listening and sharing and all that stuff somebody says uh somebody says uh what's the most popular platform it is definitely itunes itunes is the number one place uh, where people download the show. So, uh, be t- well, that and actually streaming it on the website. All right, streaming on the website uh, is big time as well. So thank you guys so very, very much. We really do very much appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, and j- gosh, just want to say thank you. I, um, I agree that, that what you guys have accomplished on the show, and I say you guys, all right, because it is a community thing. Big and I do this gregor comes in and does this snake eyes and all your moderators i mean the the show has grown the reason we do it is because we have such an amazing discord here with you people we have such an amazing group uh of players and by that token even when things get frustrating even when things maybe look a little bit bad or when we just decide that we just want to slam our phone on the ground um you know we're we're here for each other and and sometimes, once in a while, even things are said that we probably don't mean to other people. You know, we're just angry. We're just mad. Like what maybe happened today. Today, big country, the Picard auction was launched. And uh, what had happened, what we were worried about, was simply how...
how they were going to how they were going to put this auction together. We didn't know if they were going to do full shards. We didn't know if they were going to do uh, half shards. You know this or that. What we did expect, or at least I did, and I felt like I I I set this expectation. Uh, I feel like there was there was one win and one loss today, Big, and I'm going to invite yours and Gregor's commentary here in a second because I know a lot of people really upset, and I and I address this and I acknowledge it. It's not something that we haven't complained about. I mean, Snake Eyes will tell you, meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, we talk about officer sourcing. I mean, you know, and I'll say this before I come to Big: if if Scopely could come out and demonstrate an actual proven track record at sourcing officers within 60 to 90 days, then I don't think people would be, and I don't, by the way, I don't mean sourcing like free, and I don't mean sourcing overnight. I mean, introduce a chest like where uh, Burnham and GGR, okay? It can be a slow grind, but at least it's grindable. There are shards available. Um, I like what they did with Lorca, big country, except what about the sub-40s, okay? They still don't have a chance at Lorca. However, if they had done that across the board, big country, I would have been very happy with that move, you know? If, if, if Lorca had come in not only the G4 rare chest, but also the G3 rare chest, I would have been extremely happy with that, okay? Because... People can do armadas. It might be slow, but people can do the armadas and they can grind that officer and, and you know, they can get it, okay? So I wouldn't have been as opposed to that particular model, although the costs are crazy. The costs are really high. So I'm not, uh, you know, is what it is there. But until Scopely can come out and actually prove actually prove that they have a long-term grindable solution for these officers like Lorca, like the TOS officers, okay, then I get why people are mad at recruit boards like this. I get it. Big country, you are level 50, bro. And uh, the one win that I'm going to mention is simply that the bracket was not 40 to 50 this time, at least. All right? It was indeed 40 to 45 and 46 to 50. So at least that happened. Thank goodness. All right? But in the 46-plus bracket, big country, what do we got? What do we got as far as leaderboard placement? Uh, there's They're giving out three places. Three places. Obviously, place number one is 180 shards. Place number two is 153. Okay. And place number three then must be 126. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's it. All right. Your entire server, the 46 through 50s, three spots. And technically, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be mathematically shilly and nerdy for a second, technically the first two spots are unlocks. Okay. Technically, if you're a 46 plus and you bought Battle Pass, then you've got 30 shards. If you bought the $100 Battle Pass, mind you. If you bought the $100 Battle Pass, then second place is going to unlock it as well. Okay? As a matter of fact, in the 40 to 45 bracket, if I'm not mistaken, Snake Eyes, I don't get to see it. But since you're in it, can you tell me about your bracket? So we got three spots in the 46 plus. In the 40 to 45, 
Uh, Inix says we got five places. Does that sound right? I thought somebody had told me four. Yeah, Aries is saying level 41's only got four. Oh, yes. Okay, so there might be a little bit of server variance based on population. I'm seeing between four and five places in the 40 to 45. Okay, and to be clear, that fourth place spot would give 90 shards. 90, okay, which is exactly half. And that, okay, fine, whatever, we'll... I'll chalk that under okay. Now, the 36 to 39 bracket, right? Is that what it was, Snake Eyes? 36 to 39 has six places. So we've got four, five, six here, all right? And this is, this is why it's a little bit of a rude awakening for some of the 36 and 37 level players because up until 39... I am almost certain I have had the deeper payout, like the top 10 or the top 30 or something like that. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I was having this conversation in the Discord earlier today. I am 99% sure that the 39 bracket has always gone down to, to like 25 or 30. For example, Galvez says level 36 has 30 spots on his server. Um, 30... Is it 36? I thought that would be 35. Oh, so it's 37 to 39. So they, they moved that, that marker then a little bit because it's usually been 36. Now, Jonathan Ingram brings up a good point. Welcome to the big leagues. All right, I get that. I get that. But here's, here's my, my point, and I know that Scopely has answered this a gazillion times. Scopely has answered this with, well, it's based on percentage of population. For example, big country. For example, if you try to compete, and there's only three spots on your board, then percentage-wise, your representation amongst your population, so you being one, say the population on your server being 100, then you represent 1% of the population, and, uh, and therefore, that is your, the available total of prizes. Now, if we look at a 35, okay, they represent... 0.1% of their population. So in order to source 1% of awards, they go 30 spots deep. Am I making sense? All right. They're basing it based on population. Now, the problem that I have with that is the same problem that, that we've all talked about in the past. There is a perception problem here. Okay. Some shards are better than none. And, and here's what I want to point out. Okay. Here's what I want to point out, Scopely. I get it that you want to control the number of shards per population center. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's say, let's say for a second that you, that you go, uh, let's say in, in, your, in your board, big country, okay? Let's say in your board you go one, like one through six, like what I've got, okay? And then say you do, like we did last week, seven through 100. Now, I'm not saying do 100. But let's say seven through 30, 7 through 30 could be 15 shards. Okay, it doesn't have to be huge. All right, and I don't know what you guys are asking, by the way. I don't know what you want. I'm telling you what I think would be reasonable. You guys may not agree with me. All right, say 7 through 15 is 15 shards, and then 16 through 30 is 10 shards. Ish, maybe. Okay, I, I don't think it needs, I definitely don't think that, that 30th place should be getting 90 shards. I do not 
agree with that. I, I, I don't. All right. But getting some, getting some progress, I don't think is a bad thing. Now, Big, here's, here's the point that I have made to Scopely for the last three months in a row. If we've got two auctions, which we do, by the way, two auctions, that's it. There's two auctions for Picard. And if I rank 25th place both times, okay, having 30 shards is as good as having zero. Does anybody argue or or disagree with that? Because we know how officer sourcing is in this game. We still have no way to acquire the TOS officers. Okay? Now, Andar says there will be an event store. Agreed. Guaranteed. Picard is an epic. His costs are going to be somewhere between six and seven thousand. All right, six or seven thousand. And and I'm here to tell you, with the hundred and eighty shards that's needed to unlock him, guaranteed. You mark my words. Mark my words. You will not be able to rely solely on the event store to unlock this officer. You're not going to do it. Okay, I'm I'm here to tell you, not not for free. And I, I big. They usually do sell event store loot. Gregor, they usually do sell event store loot, don't they? Do you think, and you'd have to go back in your, in, in your math. Let, let's do this real quick. All right, see if, see if somebody can remember. GG, during our last, uh, or uh, sorry, not GG, um, TOS Kirk, during the last store, he was what, 6,800? I don't remember, 68 uh, event store loot per shard. All right, let's, let's say... Let's let's say sixty. Let's say seven grand. Let's just say seven grand for a second, okay? Let's say that you amass fifty shards somehow through auctions, this or that. Let's say you get fifty shards. Now you still need one hundred and thirty times seven thousand. That, ladies and gentlemen, is nine hundred and ten thousand event store loot when it comes, if Picard's available and if he's only seven thousand. Now, Gregor, you typically buy event store loot sometimes. How much comes in one $100 pack? Usually like 100,000 plus, like 120, 140, I want to say something like that. All right, let's say it's 140. All right, and this is by the way presuming that you already have 50 shards. It's going to cost you $700 worth of loot. Now, by the way, they also limit the amount of loot that you buy. Right? Gregor, isn't yeah. it a limit of like 5 or 6 sometimes? Usually, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Big, Big's getting a phone call. So, so the problem with the 180 shards for unlock is is that it won't be possible, even with an event store, it won't be possible to unlock this officer unless you get aggressive on these auctions. Now, again, for most players, we're not going to spend six or seven hundred dollars worth of event store loot. Okay, we're not. I'm not. Snake Eyes ain't. Okay. I don't, truck and chick ain't, okay? So we are relying on partial obtaining of shards. And and again, I say this is, is a perceptual thing, Gregor. Jerry, I'm going to come to you in a second. Horn, you're after that. Hang on tight for me, okay? I say that this is a perception thing, Gregor, because what if you came in seventh place and you won 15 shards? What does that do for you? I mean, seriously, be very objective. What does 15 shards do for you? It probably doesn't unlock in this arc. No. 
and it's, you can't get there. No, yeah. and it's certainly going to be slow as molasses in January if you rely on the officer sourcing method that we have come to know. All right. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to complain crazy. I think you did a lot of great things this week, Scopely, and I'm going to praise you in a second. I just wanted to take out the trash first. These auctions, I, I listen, your community, it's taken two years, okay? But your community has, for the most part, accepted the auction model. Big. <laughs> Tell them you'll call them back. Um, you're com- I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It, it's, I think it, because you're using your speaker, it comes through uh, real loud. Here's the thing. Scopely, your community has largely accepted the the model of auctions. All right, We don't like it, but it is. Okay? We accept that. The bigger problem mm-hmm. is... <laughs> Somebody really, really wants to get a hold of big country. Uh, the bigger problem. Change it. I'm somebody else. Me. Oh, you're fine, buddy. You're fine. The bigger yeah, problem is the is the leaderboard positions, the depth. All right, and Gregor, I don't feel like it's it's ever been quite. I don't know if stingy is the right word because I don't feel like it is. I I just feel like over the last, it's probably been three months that the leaderboard positions feel really really bad i, I, I don't know it is has it been longer for you guys gregor no i think i think we've i mean a lot of times there's only ever been three to five position payouts for us so and how long has that been oh months man months as far back as i can remember right so now. so now but it but now it's spreading because i know it hasn't been this bad for 36s and 37s all right, and now it's spreading downward. I, I just don't get it. Jerry Ryan, uh, good evening. Welcome to the stage. How are you? No, Jerry Ryan's talking. I got no audio. Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it would be worse for you guys. I mean, for, for higher levels, obviously there's less competition, right? But it's competition that will spend. It's, it's very it's heavy. It's very heavy competition. Yeah. Absolutely. As a matter of fact... Uh, well, I'll save this story for a little bit later, but, but I, I am competing. This is my last ever level 39 auction. My last ever. All right. I'll tell you about this coming up a little bit later. This was the last time I get to compete in a level 39 event. I had better make it count. Uh, and so I am going absolutely bonkers crazy. Is it going to be enough? I God, I hope so because I will never win another auction again. All right, but but I just feel like even last month, I felt like our leaderboard positions went deeper. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and check the math. I I just feel like they went deeper. I mean, I don't know. Good evening, Rev Deuce. Welcome to the stage. How are you? How you doing? Good, man. Uh, provide a little insight. I know that you've got an account at 39, but you've also got some other accounts. That, that offers some insight that I can't give. The leaderboard positions feel like they're getting narrower for lower level ops like like what i mean is now 36s have six spots in their leaderboard and it wasn't like that even a month ago i I feel like leaderboard positions are drying up and and they're pushing the bar downward and that doesn't make sense to me am i off the mark so i'd have to pull up uh, because i haven't looked at the 26 and 28 bracket this go around it does feel like that, but I'd also say that when it comes to the leaderboards, about the past six months, we've had seen continual fluctuations between what they're providing 
in terms of bracket levels. So even if there were only six, maybe there's only two levels included, which, you know, going back to what, four or five months ago, we had that or to where we had complete 10 level brackets that had the spots. I honestly haven't noticed the spots change as much as I have how many levels are in each bracket. The brackets have been noticeably and to the point where I even put in, in one report and asked, can we get a standard? Can we actually get a standard? Because if I was writing a standard bracket for these types of mm-hmm. auctions, all right, I, I suppose that I'm okay with a 46-plus bracket just because there is a smaller population there. It should absolutely be 42 to 45, all right? Uh, 39 to 41 is a new – I think that should be a bracket. Sorry, 39s out there. I know you've ruled the roost for a very long time, but the economy is changing. 39 to 41, I believe, is a spot. Uh, 34 to 38 is a little bit broader of a spot. Now, if you wanted to make that 34, 35, and then 36, 38, you could, but I, I do feel like that could be one bracket. All right. You come down, I think 30 to 33 should be a bracket. Uh, and then, uh, you know, 28, 29, 20, uh, 26, 27, and then, you know, 25 and, and down. Uh, maybe 20 to 22 and then 23 to 24 or something like that. That is where I believe there should be an actual standard. And, and, and Scopely, I think you need to have a hard look. I know that you've got multiple different people writing arcs and you've got multiple different people with the ability to create. I think there should be a few things that actually indeed have a standard. Do we have Jerry Ryan back on the stage? Jerry, uh, what's your point? Welcome. We don't have Jerry. Okay. Uh, let's move on over to Silent Stabber. Silent Stabber, welcome to the stage. What do you got for us on auction leaderboard brackets? All right. We don't have we don't have Stabber either. Stabber's muted. Church mice tonight. Yeah, Stabber's muted. Um, <laughs> now, Lacutus says, after you've dominated 39, you want to change the rules when you go to 40. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Listen, you... You can wait. Listen, I'm not going to be here very, very long, okay? Not very, very long. As a matter of fact, I've told you all the time about what my plan is. My plan was to jump from 39 to 41 immediately. Now, I am going to unfortunately be gapped here by three days. I'm going to be gapped because the Picard auction actually happened 24 hours too soon. I did press the button for Ops 40 today. I am an Ops 40. Um, However, my Legionary still has 46. Five hours on its scrap. Well, I need the crystal from that legionary so that I can go to Ops 41 uh, because I need it for the Ops 40 shipyard. So I am stuck here for 45 more hours. But after that, I'll be I'll be a 41. Um, that being said, obviously it's it's super rich of me to say it should be it should be 41, and I get that. But we we've we've argued about this all the time. Game name says 39 versus 41 makes no sense. It actually. It does in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. Because hey, yo, who do we have? This is Stabber. Ah, welcome. We got our audio working. Silent Stabber, go ahead. Okay, so okay, so I hit forty last month. So Jordy Forge auction was definitely a lot deeper than Picard. And I actually say thirty-nine to forty-one. The grinding makes sense because of ships, and also spending-wise, it's about the same because of the fact that you don't like the thirty-nine to forty. It makes sense also because of the fact that you don't have access to all the uncommon materials from 39 to 40. That's right. So it actually does kind of make sense. It works. It, and I, it actually does make sense. And I'm going to, and I'm, thank you, Stabber, for that point, And I appreciate that. And what I'm going to say to the people who are saying that it doesn't really work, it actually does because I've been 40. 
okay? I've been 40, but, uh, well, I've been 40 for a couple of hours, but everything I'm doing takes common. Now, Enix says the cost for upgrades for G4 are a lot higher, so you're spending more materials, which has always been the argument for 39s being in the same bracket anyway, all right? However, the point is everything at 39, uh, like going to 40, everything at 40 is common. The guys, I swear on, on anything, I have not spent a single G4 Uncommon on buildings today. Or research, for that matter. I did spend what I've earned in Parabellum on my Jelly. All right? But that I was doing that at 39. Okay? I was doing that at 39. So at 40 and 41, I'm not spending Uncommon. Now, at 41, you, of course, can start earning Uncommon. You can. But guys... It's, it's the same way as it is at 39. It's through the refinery and, and a little bit for events, okay? And Lube says, barring the dry docks. You're right. I can't do the dry docks either because I haven't been able to get the uncommon. So my point, listen, maybe you don't agree that the 39 and, and 41s, but the 41s belong somewhere, okay? And, and the 42s have, have often, and, and listen, there is a huge gap, a huge gap in 42 spending levels and 45 spending levels. Like, massive. We're probably talking exponential. Now, Big says, why can't everyone just have their own? Big, here's, here's the thing. It, it just, they'll never do it. A, it's probably a ton of brackets to write. But B, they're already stingy with leaderboard spots. Imagine how it would be if every ops had their own. It'd be one or two players. That's all. That's it. And, and, and I don't get that. I, well, I mean, I do. I do because they say that it has monetary value. They say it's got monetary value. The, these shards have monetary value. And I would agree that they do only if you allow monetary currency to be exchanged for them, Scopely. Listen, here, I'm going to wrap up with this and I'm going to go about, about this topic. If you offer X amount of shards in an auction, fine, okay? But they have zero monetary value if you cannot exchange money for them. So somebody who wins 50 shards, okay? <laughs> somebody who wins 50 shards, they can't. And, and I know Scopely's argument to this is going to be, well, you're making our argument for us. 50 shards is the same as zero shards, so we'll just do zero shards. No, no. It's a perception thing. It's marketing. It's PR. Okay? Give your players a win. How many of you guys, just by show of hands, and, and listen, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But would the community be screaming as bad, big country, if in the 46-plus bracket you had 30 spots on your leaderboard, even if rank 30 only got 10 shards? Would there be complaints? Nobody would complain. No, I don't think. No, I think the more the more people that are involved, I think the happier everybody's going to be. Even if you know what's funny, even if it's only ten. I I think ten is still better than three. No, they'll they'll complain if it takes away from the top three, like if the unlocked isn't an unlock anymore. Agreed. Yeah, first place should always be an unlock. First place should always be an unlock. I agree with that. And and to be fair, I I do kind of like what they did with second place. 
second place can still be an unlock if you if you paid for the larger battle pass. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even mind that a great deal. Um, but to and and big, I don't mean only ten spots. I'm talking ten shards. If you went to thirtieth place, and it's only ten shards, all right, that means thirty people get shards. Even though it might only be ten, and and I mean it's ten out of one eighty, big. You mean to tell me that no one's going to come out and be like, oh, that's an insult. You're spitting in my eye only 10 shards out of 180. That's terrible. We're not going to get nah, that? I'm not going to say that that's not going to happen. And that, may, that may also be the case. Remember, we're, we're never happy as a community. So let's, let's, uh, let's put things in the perspective here. We, all, we always want more. But I do think, for me personally, I, I don't understand why they're so... I mean, after this, on Wednesday, and this pays out, how many people on our server, you know, of 1,500 people are going to have a full unlock of Picard? 10? You know, why? I don't understand why it has to be so few. Like, why Why are they so against getting more shards out and, and letting more people have unlocks and stuff? I mean, listen, they, they got to spend the credits to to upgrade the officers, which to me, which happens with a lot of things, you know, you, you give out more blueprints, people got to buy material to build the ships up. So, you know, to me, it's a win-win for them to give more of this stuff out because people are going to want to upgrades and, and do that. So I, I don't, I don't understand why, like I said, why they're kind of stingy on, on that. And I've always been that way to me. I, I think it's a disconnect between what they value or, I think it's just a disconnect. That, I agree. So I, I agree. Go ahead. In this, in this particular scenario is the one time I can understand why they up the shard costs and why they make the unlock so hard to get. Because mm-hmm. much like the original Pike, it is about unlocking the officer. It, it's not so much about leveling the officer. Correct. I mean, yeah, leveling him has benefits. But in this particular scenario, I understand why they put such a high curve at the beginning of acquisition, right? I mean, Agreed. that actually makes sense to me. Not in like Jayla, I didn't understand it. Some of the other officers they've done, I don't understand, but this one makes sense. Jayla was arguably easier to obtain than most other epics too, I might point out. They sourced her heavily during her arc. Jerry Ryan, you've got the stage. Go ahead. Just want to make a quick point, okay? Um, for me, uh card is is completely unlockable i mean if you take into consideration all of the events in this arc plus the two auctions then uh, fourth place i think in both auctions would unlock the card for me what's your ops level jerry i'm 39 like you used to be you mm-hmm. know early. Yeah, here's and, and you know here's the thing at, at 36 to 39 bracket it does it gets it starts to get tougher, you know. But there's a great percentage, a huge percentage, and thank you, Jerry. I appreciate your comment. There's a huge percentage of players 36 plus in this game, especially 40 plus, 45 plus, 46 plus. There's a huge percentage, not maybe not a majority, but I don't know. You know what? Let's throw a number out, Gregor. What percentage of the total gaming community is 36 plus? I'd have to imagine that's a pretty steep number, like 35. Yeah, I've only got my server, so but I 
a lot are. I mean, our our moving average has to be in the low 30s by now. I would have to think so. Yeah. I'd have to think so. So the problem is that there's a lack of leaderboard positions, the lack of of available slots. And I agree with the comment that came out of chat here a second ago. Listen, we wouldn't be complaining about leaderboard slots if there was an actual way to acquire these officers. And this is not a new topic. So we're going to get ready to wrap this up and, and move forward. But Scopely, this is not a new topic. All right. We talk about officer sourcing all the time. And now you got a new officer board, an officer auction with three spots on it. It's terrible. It's Anybody terrible. smell TNG salvage? Stop. <laughs> you know what? TNG I, listen, salvage. I would be better. Fine. You know what? Give me a TNG recruit chest. Charge me some weird salvage. Fine. At least there's a chest. Okay. At least there's a chest then for it. It's being sourced somehow. Fine. I'm good with that. All right. But goodness, three spots. And and by the way, here's here's part of here's part of my complaint. You're still not showing any good faith on older officers. Okay. It's the middle of June. TOS Kirk was here in January. Lorca was here in Oct uh, November. Okay? I mean, you know, and I find Lorca is now available in the G in the 40 plus rare chest, but dang on, Gregor, those chests are so dang on expensive. You know, it, it would take a long, long, long time to to source to grind him out of there. I don't know. Horn, good evening. Welcome to the stage. What do you got for us? See, we're doing this very much like a like a talk show. Caller, go ahead. You're live on the air. Good evening, Horn. Horn, you're muted. Don't have Horn. Sorry. Oh, there's Horn. Sorry. Go ahead. But, you know, so he basically, Picard's basically going to be a repeat of uh, Pike, right? Um, yes. There's, I, I mean, mathematically speaking, I think that he is going to be better than Pike because of his officer ability. But yes, the the reason, like as Gregor said, the the primary purpose or the primary benefit comes from him in the captain's ability, which is the unlock. It's basically a second grinding crew. Yes. Yeah, I I, I just think he's a shiny new thing. Uh, you know, if you got Pike and Moreau, you're pretty much good to go. I I think there's not a tremendous amount of people who have two ships who can really utilize him. You so, know? well, I mean, you know, at the higher levels, I could maybe see that. There's two things at play here, and thank you, Horn, for your comments. Meows, I'm coming to you here in a second. Uh, there's two comments here that I want to I want to hone in on. A, I think more people have a second grinding ship than, than maybe want to give a ton of credit to because, listen, some some players do still have their epic that they're working with or their, or their rare or whatever, but a lot of people can still go out and grind with a Sally. Uh, we have Stella that we could go grind with. We've got Borg that we could go grind with. We've, we've got a lot that we could grind with. So I think that having a second ship is, is not a bad thing, you know, to be able to do that effectively, efficiently. All right. Secondly, I go back to the comment that I just saw up here in chat, uh, and Jerry Ryan said it in capital letters. I want 
this card. There is definitely, just like Jayla was, just like Harrison was, there is an anticipation for this officer. There is an excitement about this officer. There is, I mean, he's, he's a legendary character. He is, for all intents and purposes, the face of the franchise for our generation. Some people are going to want him just to have him. Meows, you've got the stage. Go ahead. Meows, good evening. Okay, Meows is... Meows fell asleep on us. Uh, <laughs> more, uh, is Mal there? There was one other thing I just wanted to kind of bring up, and I think the same thing. This goes to the disconnect with Scopely, which we, which we obviously have beaten with the dead horse. But Picard, very similar to Pike. Like we do, we already have an officer that kind of does that. For those of us who, if you're only going to, I mean, Pike for right now is definitely, you know, probably going to be your better bet. So, like, Picard really, just primarily just a PVE officer, extremely popular because of the brand, something that people already want. So, it's not like we already have an officer that kind of does what he does. Granted, yes, you could have two grinding ships now, but we already have an officer that does what he does. This guy, Picard, extremely popular with a lot of the community. So to me, that spells out that Scopely should, you know, loosen the belt strings, say, hey, you know what? Yes, it's an epic officer, but, you know, really it's not like it's a PVP officer that's going to, like, make a difference or not. It's just going to help people grind reds for the most part. So listen, open up the belt strings, open up the floodgates, give lots of shard to everybody, and let everybody have and make your community happy i don't disagree with the with the being happy thing young ducat points out it's not just for grinding he's got very good armada potential which is true looter points out by the way and this is true and listen i am right here with looter proper planning and and saving looter says i'm getting this card without paying it's called saving and preparing i am with you i've been preparing for for this type of I, listen, I didn't know Picard was coming three months ago, but three or four months ago, I pressed the button for Ops 40. All right? It just happened that this is the auction that I'm ready to play on, and yeah, I'm like, guys, I didn't use a single speed-up. Big, I know you don't believe this. We talked about it. You guys can document it. You go back and watch my YouTube videos. I did not spend a single speed-up on Ops 40. If you go back and you look after my helps, all right, it's been counting down in every video I've done for the last 90 days. I did not use a single speed up. This was just where I landed, okay? So, uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm with Looter. I am going to take this card. I am going to. Like, I've got plenty. I've been saving for a while. I'm going to win this card. But it's not, listen, if I were competing, Looter, I would say this just to counter your point. If I was competing in the 40 to 45 bracket, I'd get smoked. I'd get absolutely smoked. All right, so just for that record. Um, foe, Fog on 15, welcome to the stage. What do you got for us? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Cool. So, hey, the thing I'm going to say, and it seems, it's going to seem like I'm complaining, but but it's really a dilemma. When, you, when you're at level 50... There's nothing you could do anymore in these auctions. There's nothing left to upgrade. There's nothing left to do. So there has to be another component for people at level 50 who are able to grind it out or do something else because there's, we're done. We can't upgrade anything anymore. And it just feels like 
Scopely keeps forgetting about us because I think they're done with us. They squeezed every every thing they can out of us, and now they don't want us anymore. <laughs> well, Phil, I would say this, and yet yeah, what you what you're experiencing is a real problem for a level, you know, for a level 50, I get it. You know, big is not there yet. Gregor might be getting close to knocking on that door. Uh, but yeah, there comes a point where you're capped out. Uh, representing that particular point of view, don't you worry. They're going to they're gonna ask you to open your wallets again soon. I mean, listen, we know it's only a matter of time before some next generation comes out, whether it's G5, whether it's Gamma Sector, whatever it's going to be. All right, like something's going to happen. They're going to get you. For these events, give me, give, me, give me a grind component. Give me, give me something else that I can do to at least to at least get on the board, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I agree. I agree with that. It, it, and, and that comes down to the grinder's perspective. That comes down to a way of sourcing these officers. Listen, and again, I'm totally cool with premium access. Totally fine with it. 60, 90 days. All right, but then it needs to be a realistic grind. Like, uh, Gregor, I don't know how you feel about this. And Tabby Mose, I'm going to come and ask you this next, and, and you as well, Big Country. 90 days premium access. Let's set up a plan. 90 days premium access. After that, how long should it take for a true free-to-play to grind out a card? I say... An officer in particular. An, an officer. An unlock of an officer. I think... At most, another potential, like, 90 days. At most. That means six months. Is that, is that too fast, Mr. No, I, I think, I think the, the first level of those officers should, in the most part, be really available super fast. I don't know why they need to gate that. I mean, most officers have to be high level to be valuable. If they, if in general that was the practice and Picard came out different, I think that would be an easy sell to the community. Like, yeah, but all his power is an unlock. You know well, and, and look what Snake Eyes says. Snake Eyes says some people still today are still trying to unlock Pike. It's a real thing. Jay, you're on the stage. You've got the word. What's up? Hi, DJ. So um, I just hit 40. I did use speed ups um, and jumped into the leaderboard as free to play. And I, like we got our leaderboard for Picard with only four slots. And the difference between the 39 leaderboard, which I saw just re just basically because I jumped one day from 39 to 40, was the scoring is like 15, 20 million because we have 45s mm -hmm. in there. And everybody, like 30, everybody, 40, 41, under two, three million points can't compete um, with that bracket. Um, that I kind of just really wanted to mention the amount of slots and the scoring potential in that bracket just completely broken. Which is um, why, which is why I wouldn't be a crazy opponent of a thirty-nine to forty-one bracket because forty-ones can't spend like a forty-five. You know, I, I would argue that a thirty-nine is closer to a forty-one than it is to a forty-five. But that is not being received. I know, I know, truck and chick. I get it. She says no, thirty-nine to forty-one. No, leave it at thirty-nine, and I get that. And, and you know what? Maybe I'll go with big country and say, okay, fine. Leave the 39 with the 36s. Then give a 40 and 41 bracket. You know, then give and, a... And the, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. The second thing was you mentioned about officer sourcing. I totally agree with the 90-day premium, even 120 days if it's, like, really stingy. But put them in the transporter slots so people who are grinding out all these transporter uh, patterns can buy them. It takes, you know, if you're really consistent, it takes, you know, two months to get enough transporter 
to buy a full 100 uh, um, shards, right? I agree. That's grindable. You know, you just throw them in there after 90 to 120 days. Throw them in transporter patterns. I let agree. them let the blind them. I've been I've been chasing transporter patterns since February, so I'm with you. Jay, thank you. I appreciate it so very, very much. Tabby Moza, uh, you get the final word on officer auctions because we gotta move on. We got other stuff to get to. And I don't want to spend I don't want Scopely to think I spent an entire hour just bitching. Um I got other stuff to do. Uh, and I've got some good stuff. I'm I'm actually I'm actually very happy with some other stuff. All right. Tabby Moza, you got the final word. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Um, to be honest, from a level 35 perspective, I think Scopely is doing a pretty good job as far as bracketing goes. I think they can always improve. But the biggest thing that I was concerned about when this arc came out with the first uh, Picard auction was the grindy nature of it. I didn't have time to play on day one, so I didn't do very well. And I didn't have very many uh, Picard shards at the end of it. But I'm thrilled to see that if I, thank God I saved a lot of G3, if I can compete, I can either get almost there or I can even get a full pull that I'm going to have to fight my own alliance member to get. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, this is part of my praiseworthy stuff. The auction, you know, I put in the show notes. The auction payouts I'm not satisfied with, okay? Auction payouts I am not happy with, not in the least, okay? But there are some other good things about this arc that have already presented here so far that I am indeed happy with. Uh, and we'll talk about a couple of those coming up right after the break. Thank you, Tabby Moza, uh, with our final word on the officer auctions. Long story short, Scopely, good golly, Miss Molly. We, I'm with big country. I, don't, I know that there is quote unquote a dollars and cents value on these epic shards, okay? But... I think, again, just like we talked about with refresh tokens, right, Big? What we talked about with away team speed-ups and all this other stuff. You have missed the mark on value. What the va- what the community values uh, versus what you perceive as monetary value. Because I'm here to tell you, people will spend when, like Gregor has said it a million times, people will spend when they feel like they have a chance. People will spend um, when they they feel like they have an opportunity at something. Looter says in high 20s, it is good payouts for the auction. I have to disagree with you. And I'm good with that. Listen, 30 spots, I'm cool with. Looter, I'm good with 30 spots. It, it, it shuts off at 36. Is it 36 or 35? 35 is the last one with it. Or maybe even 34. Somebody, I don't know. Okay? But, but I think it was 30, I thought it was 36 is where it cuts off. And that is a challenging that's a challenging cutoff for a lot of, of free-to-play still in the community. L- Bubba says the biggest problem, once again, is lack of communication. I don't know on this particular thing if it was a lack of communication necessarily, Bubba, because this is what they've been doing. This is just lack of a standard. This is lack of a standard and lack of, of willingness to provide a show of good faith. Can I say that, Snake Eyes? It's a, it's a, uh, again, I come out and say if 30th place got 10 or 15 shards, wh- what is the damage there? What, you've already raised the shard count to 180. So what is the real damage in getting somebody 10 shards head start? That is not going to, that is not going to speed up their progression more than what? 
a couple of weeks when the officer finally becomes available. You see what I'm saying? That, that's all I'm saying. Like, the officer sourcing is such a problem right now that it doesn't matter if you give 10 or none because they never come back. <laughs> all right? I mean, seriously, they never come back. I mean, I know I'm being sarcastic now or exaggerating that they never come back, but they they don't come back. <laughs> all right? So, listen, uh, let's do this. I want to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to transition from the bad to the good. We've got faction events, and folks, woo-wee, big country. I told people on the last show that we did, I said, make sure you read, make sure you read, make sure you read, and that did not appear to happen today. That did not appear to happen, even within my own alliance, big country, even within our team of expert players and super analytical people, uh, (laughs) We we struggle. Yeah, you know one thing. I think there's one thing everybody did learn yesterday that Lozette is not Lozette. Right. Holy crap! Not an L. I always thought it was an L. I always thought it was an L. It's an I. <laughs> we learned that. <laughs> we learned that. Uh, so yeah, the faction events came out today. Uh, I'm going to tell you why I feel like they're good. Oh, yeah, DJ getting his shell cap on. Rev Deuce, hang out, buddy. Captain Chili America is coming up right after this, and I'm going to be coming to you for some for some down-to-earth descent. All right, also, uh, we'll talk just briefly about the projectiles and what else is coming in your event store, uh, as well as what is coming throughout Picard Week as we are here. By the way, happy Picard Week, everybody. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Pig Newton's, the sugar-loaded butter cookies filled with high-calorie cream cheese. It's the sequel that's got audiences paying ransom. Michael J. Fox stars in Hack to the Future. This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Foreign hackers have breached American companies who were too stupid to use strong passwords. Now Marty McFly must get back and update them before it's too late. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Will he get there before the hackers? When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious sh- Or will he run out of time? Save the clock tower! Save the clock tower! Hack to the future. Now playing in Russia and China and coming soon to an American company near you. What are you looking at, butthead? Everybody, get excited! 
Welcome back, everybody. Good evening to you, and you're spinning me right all around. Dead or alive, welcome. Thank you for bringing us back from break. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the stage of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I am indeed your friendly neighborhood, host with the most, your favorite cat person. I am Ultimate DJs. Good evening, and welcome to you. Gregor, I have some disturbing news. Uh, I was actually very, very upset about this. So, you know, I, I've told you guys before, Oliver likes to watch a lot of YouTube, all right? Uh, he watches, like, the kids' YouTube. That's how he found FGTV. It's how we, that's how we even found the game of Among Us, you know, my family. We watch these YouTubers, and we're playing games and all that stuff. So like, I've never really truthfully understood this. Oliver loves watching other people play games. He loves watching other people play with toys. Like, it's the weirdest thing to me. I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, Big, I think you've told me before, you don't have any little ones. Gregor, your little ones are kind of grown now. Yeah, uh, you do? Okay. Do, do, they, do they get enjoyment out of oh, watching? I have none. Huh? Have none. None for me. I didn't think you did. None I didn't think for you did. me. Now, Gregor, your kids, are, your kids are grown up a little bit, but and so maybe the times are a little different. But... But my kids enjoy watching other people play games. So, like, Oliver, like, that's his thing. He goes on YouTube and he watches other people play games. Listen, I, I didn't, I don't mean to get off into a tangent. Here's what I found, okay? The other night, he fell asleep watching YouTube, all right? So, it spent, it, like, it just kept going. It just kept playing, it, and, and it just kept going from file to file to file, Right? So I hear this weird sound, another language, all right? I come in, there's YouTube, it's either a Japanese or a Chinese, because like it, the, the writing was in characters on the screen. That's so insensitive. I know, I know it is, I apologize. It, it, it's not in letters, it's in characters, okay? So whatever particular languages or alphabets that could be, okay? I, I don't know. I don't know how many different languages draw in characters, okay? But the, it wasn't letters, it was... It was, you know, you know what I'm saying? It was art. I know. It was hieroglyphs, right? It was no. Egyptian or Okay. Maybe. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Okay. There is uh, an Asian content creator playing Among Us. And they, Gregor, they had my cat. They had my cat on the Whoa. Facebook, you, or the YouTubes. It was my cat, my cat, with the beer helmet and everything. It was my cat. And by the way, that video was only like two weeks old. They took my cat. And by the way, oh, yeah, Stevens Aaron, listen. Tabby Moses says, not your cat, DJs. I'll tell you. I'll, Snake Eyes, it's my freaking cat. Here's the deal, all right? I even went to check just to make sure. Maybe I was copying them, right? Maybe I was copying them, Okay. The YouTube channel was created 60 days ago. 60, 60 days, Gregor. 60 days old, that YouTube channel's out, and they're using my cat. Now, just because it's in a different language doesn't mean, doesn't mean you get to use my cat with my beer helmet. My cat. Where was, where was Miss DJs during all this? I told her, I said, you have got to come in here and look at this ish. I did. I, told, I brought her in from the kitchen. I said, come look at this. I can't believe this stuff. She just laughed so it at me. wasn't her. She thought it was hilarious. She's like, somebody's ripping you off. I'm like, tag on right. Someone using my cat playing Among Us. 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> I know. It's in the software. It's fine. It is what it is. I just, you know what? I figured that no one would ever use that. Okay? I figured that that was a safe bet. And somebody else using my cat. All right. Uh, good evening. Welcome, everybody. I want to, I want to, listen, we spent an hour we spent an hour complaining about the auctions, okay? And yes, they're bad. I get it. It's not good. It, I get it, okay? But I do want to talk about a couple of things that I felt like they did really, really... No, I'm not doing 20 minutes on the cat. That was like four minutes. I want to tell you about a couple of things that I did really, really good. That, 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 I, that I, of course, did really, really good. I think that they did a good job with a couple of things. All right, let me start with this. All right? I know... People are going to think I'm super shilly, okay? First thing I want to do is I want to talk about these faction exchange, the officer exchange program for a second. Now, I know, and by the way, I have breaking news in this segment, so you better listen close. Breaking news! I'm just going to sprinkle it in there, too. You're not even going to know, all right? I'm just going to sprinkle it in there, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, all right. Listen, the Officer Exchange Program is, is one of the three events I warned you guys about. One of the three events that I said, read carefully. This is, this is only one, folks. This is one event. You still have Friendly Fire, and you still have Faction War that are coming, that are going to require you to pay attention to details. All right, you are going to have to pay attention to details. However, however, I want to point out what I think is amazing about the Klingon and Romulan and Federation officer exchange program. Okay, Mr. Big says it was boring, one hostile and done. Mr. Big, I'm going to argue that you didn't have time to be bored. Okay, to be perfectly frank, if you only killed one hostile, you didn't have time to be bored. All right, secondly, I want to examine the payouts, if I may. The reason I want to examine the payouts is because most people only had to kill one or two ships. All right. By the way, this was an uncommon ticketed event, an uncommon ticketed event, and they gave you a free ticket today. All right. Now, warning, warning, warning. This event per the calendar, is going to run four separate times, okay? According to the calendar, it's going to run again tomorrow, okay? So your warning is, of course, continue to pay attention to the officers, continue to pay attention to what you have to hit, yada, yada, yada. Here's your warning, all right? And, and it, comes, it, it comes while I'm praising. Guys, look in your event store. Holy smokes, Okay? I am so pleased about this. I am so pleased about this. First, let's talk about the, the epic star token, big country. The epic star token is earned from the top milestone of one of the officer exchange program events. Doesn't matter which one, okay? The top of the officer exchange program events give one epic star token, okay? Now, what can you do with the star token? What can you do with the star token? You come into your event store, ladies and gentlemen, and you look in the event store and you see epic Jordy LaForge. You see epic Crass. And you see epic Nero. 
Okay? Now, here's what I want to point out. For a lot of players, Big Country, Gregor, myself, Nero and Crass, meh. Meh. So I'm going to buy Jordy, right, Mr. Big? Absolutely. I'm going to get Jordy. I'm going to open up Jordy. I'm going to see that one token gets me two shards. Fantastic. Maztec says, don't buy Jordy. Truck and Chick says, no, wait. No, listen. Here's what I'm telling you, people. The event store is currently mashed up. Truck and Chick says there's going to be more, right? The faction... No, no, let's look. The, the event store is currently being fed by two separate events. And we're going to... This is what I'm going to break down for you, okay? Young Ducat has it right. One or two kills, two Jordy shards seems legit. You've got two different currencies in the event store right now, folks. Be careful when we're talking about this, okay? So let's talk about the star tokens first. Three officers, officer exchange reward. The first three bundles, that's it, okay? It has a 14-day timer on it as of the time of this taping. When you listen, it could be 13 or 12 or whatever, okay? 14-day bundle, this is it. These are the officer exchange rewards these are the officer exchange rewards for the OEP events, okay? Now, listen. If you have Crass and you have Nero, fine. Spend it on Jordy, okay? Captain Planet has it right. Notice the symbol. It is of the epic star token, all right? Now, here's your breaking news. Here's your breaking news. These faction bundles are limit six redemptions. Okay, this is your news so that you can plan. These three officers, Jordy, Crass, and Nero, are limit six redemptions, meaning that you can get 12 shards. 12 shards is the maximum that you can get in the OEP, rewar in the, in the OEP rewards. Okay, so for example, Fallopian says, why don't they say that? Don't ask me. I am just telling you that I can tell you today. Okay, Savage Reaper says, I got six today. No, you got six shards. You did three redemptions, Reaper. Okay, you need to understand the difference. Blue Mandalorian has it right. Don't do more than six of these events unless you're dying for the faction credits, which also, by the way, paid out extremely well. And I've got math for you on that. All right, but what I'm here to tell you is this officer exchange event is going to run four times, meaning that you're going to get four free events. They're going to give a free ticket on each day, all right? So you're going to get 40 free tickets. You can redeem these officer bundles six times each, but if you've already got Crass or don't care, or if you've already got Nero or don't care, then you're probably after Jordy, okay? Jordy can be redeemed six times for a total of 12 shards, but that means... If you do that, you're going to have to spend 20 tickets to do that. But, but, for example, Savage Reaper says, I did three events today. Don't forget, Savage, you still got three more runs of this event. So if you do three runs tomorrow, if you have three runs tomorrow, then you're pretty much done, unless you want the faction credits. 
okay? And there's going to be two more runs of this event even after tomorrow. Runs four total days. All right? Now, I'm with Rev. Rev, come on back to the stage. I love the idea of 12 Geordie Shards. To me, this is a viable solution for officer acquisition. Like, this to me is very, very good. 12 shards. They're epic. They're epic. And 12 is not a ton, but it's 12 more than we've ever gotten in this style ever before. Okay. 100% agree, man. I mean, I'm, I personally didn't do it just because I'm saving tickets, just because I'm a, but that's, I've got 120,000 factions of like each type right now. I don't need to spend them. But in terms of going after officers, it's definitely one of the cheapest, easiest things they've ever provided to do so easily. And listen, even if you spend a ticket, so what? You spent you spend a ticket. By the way, I've done the math on this. Your 10 tickets are worth $2.56, everybody. That's their value. And by the way, that's if you paid. That's if you paid $2.56. Okay? Don't forget, they're giving you eight of these shards for free. They're giving you eight for free. They're giving you the 40 tickets to run the event four times. Four times two is eight. All right? You can pay extra tickets like Rev is saving, or you can buy tickets for the other two, the other two events and get your maximum of 12. Okay? And that is a maximum of 12 on Jordy. Now, here's where the event store gets, gets silly. Can I verify that math? Absolutely. Absolutely I can. Take 10, divide it by 390, multiply by 100. There you go. <laughs> okay, 10 divided by 390, 10 divided by 390 times 100 is $2.56.41. Okay, that's the cost. By the way, what else are you getting included in that amazing value of $2.56? You're getting 12.5. 39% faction credits from a faction pack. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, that's times three. So technically, $2.56 are buy- is buying you 12 epic shards. I'm sorry, I, I lied. I lied. $2.56 times two, because you're going to have to spend it twice. $5.12 is buying you times 148% of the faction credits contained in one single officer pack and 12 epic Geordie shards. Now, I know, math is hard. You guys don't want to do the math. All I hear is number, number, number. All I'm telling you guys is, damn it. Okay? The officer exchange program events are stupid stupid good Bubba Joe please come up to the stage you say it's 7% for faction credits now maybe maybe your bracket's a little bit different I did the math right before I came on the air all right I I am getting 1904 all right come on up Bubba welcome to the stage Bubba you are my math buddy Okay, nobody here likes doing math as much as you and I. Like you, when I want, except for maybe Ripper, and it's too late for Ripper. When I want to do math, I message Ripper and I message Bubba. Okay, I got 1,904 
faction credits. I have 23.6 thousand in my in my uh, officer recruit pack. Okay, Gregor says it doesn't scale past that. So you're saying 40 through 50 get the same rewards. You're getting 1,900. So maybe for 50, it's not quite as good, but it's still 7%, right, Bubba? Isn't that what you were saying? It, it's, it is 7%, and that, I mean, which is what all the ticketed events have been. They're supposed to be 7%. I thought maybe there was something weird going on with mine because I jumped ops in the middle of the day. Mine's legit 12.3%. I'm getting 23.6 thousand. I'm getting 1,900 faction credits. So, and, and by the way, that's 1,900 per faction. Per faction. So you're actually getting, what is that? 5,700 faction credits from doing this event three times? Guys, full praise. Full praise from Captain Shillmaster Elite on Officer Exchange Program, okay? Epic Shards. So, go ahead, Bubba. Go ahead. Can I ask a quick question? So you, everyone keeps saying you can hit one hostile. Where's the... 150 million whole hostile to hit. Okay, so yeah, the level 50s again. You guys always have to work harder for your for your for your armada. Day. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. I didn't think about an armada, but that could totally work. Listen, guys, read and 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 uh, I, I say I say this with all the love in my heart. We have to read very carefully. Let's read this event together. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hop in officer exchange program. I only did one today. Um, officer exchange program, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to read that. The following Klingon officers in my Klingon event, the following Klingon officers have been nominated for the officer exchange program, Morale, Chang, and Kang. Deal damage to hostiles. Any hostile, people. Any hostiles. Deal damage to hostiles with nominated Klingon officers as captain. And by the way, Yes, Scopely, you had a 38-minute hiccup today. Shame on you. All right, but kudos for fixing it in 38 minutes. By the way, community, you owe Snake Eyes a very special applause. He was the only content creator on and in communication with LiveOps at Event Reset. He was the one that got it fixed in lickety-split time. Snake Eyes was on it today. 38 minutes and a LiveOps change. And for those of you who wor have worked with ops, or for those of you who have heard me say, listen, it takes 30 minutes to sneeze over at Live Ops. I mean, 38 minutes was beautiful. Well done. Well done. All right? Deal damage to hostiles, any hostile, with a nominated Klingon officer as captain on a Federation or Romulan ship. So you had to read, because even the graphic was weird. Like, the graphic is a Klingon ship, but you have to use, but it was a, the Klingon exchange program. But you had to use a Federation or Romulan ship. By the way, surveyors do not score points. That doesn't mean a survey that you go hit. That means a Federation or Romulan surveyor that you are flying. Okay? So, what could you do, Bubba? You could take, for the Klingon event, obviously, you could take a Federation or a Romulan ship. You could put Morale, Chang, or Kang in the captain's chair and then go hit anything defined as a hostile. Eclipse hostiles worked. Separatist bosses worked. I actually didn't even think about the Armadas, Gregor. That's very intuitive of you. Didn't even think about the Armadas. All right. Now, 150 million points for the higher levels. That's still a fair amount, but super obtainable. 
I mean, you can go and get 18 million off of a level 40 uh, exchange, and and you don't even need special crew and your Stella to do that. Of course, well, you can't use Stella, so that would have been out. So exchange, not the best idea. 49 traders, um, and it was dealing damage. So again, I don't know. Depending on what kind of ship you wanted to use, I don't know if that was the best thing either. Here's I I only needed five million. I did it with two separatist bosses. Now at 150 million. Let me do the math here real quick. 150 million divided by 7.5 million. Oh, Bubba, 20, 20 separatist bosses. That would have taken you 10 minutes tops. 20 separatist bosses is 150 million points. Because separatist bosses at level 26 gave, and guys, hear me. By the way, hear me. Hey, looter, the traders aren't faction hostiles. Yeah, but that didn't matter. They were talking about what you were flying. Bubba Joe says you can't hit traders. Actually, I think you can. Okay, I think I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure surveyors do not score points because they were talking about what you were flying. Okay, any hostile deal damage to any hostile. Oh, Shinjo said it wasn't 7.5. It was 7 million. Okay, fine. So at 150, you're right. I couldn't remember what it was at 150 million divided by 7 million. Um, 42, Bubba, 42 separatist bosses, which wouldn't have cost you much. That probably would have taken 15, 20 minutes, and you'd have been done. Okay? Anyway, separatist bosses were a great way to do it. All right? And, guys, you are, you are missing the point. Surveyors, when it says surveyors do not score points, it's talking about the ship that you're flying. The ship that you're flying had to be a Federation or Romulan warship. Okay, transports, if I went and killed a transport, Gator says that's not right. Well, take a look right there at, at the screenshot from Lost and Found. Guys, I'm here to tell you, 100%, listen, surveyors do not score points when it's talking about the ship that you have to fly. Okay, put the officer on the captain's seat of a non-faction ship for the event that you're doing and go kill any hostile. I just say one for you. There's a level 49. Transport. Okay. Did you get points? Well, you got 18 million. Oh, look, right there. Right there it is, guys. Look at Big Country. Officer Exchange Program got 18 million points off hitting a heavy Romulan transport. There is your proof. Okay. They were not talking about the surveyors that you're hitting. They're talking about the surveys that you're flying. Okay? As in the Cavort, the Antares, and the Valkis, the Hydra, and the Bacor, and the Valdor. Did I say that right? Is it the Valdor? Might be something different. Okay? Those, those are the ones, folks. Those are the ones. Okay? So use a faction warship. Now... Let me let me back up. We spent 15 minutes explaining this, <laughs> all right? And and why I said the reading was important. The Vortivore, sorry, thank you. This is why I said reading was so important. And and yes, listen, I do agree that they could have written it better, but nonetheless, the instructions were there and and maybe they were like IKEA instructions, Gregor. They required a slight bit of interpretation. Right? <laughs> well, that's not fair because I can't make sense of those either. <laughs> well, the IKEA instructions are sometimes tough. 
Okay. But yes. Okay. The information was there. And this event was, I loved it. I loved this event. Scopely, give me more of this style event. All right. Because this was great. You had choice. And by the way, the choice, the choice wasn't even in what you got paid, Gregor. The choice, so to speak, is in what you had available. The officers, the ships, because the payouts were the exact same. This is what Faction Hunt should have been in the last arc. Oh, yeah, man. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay? So the event was relatively easy, even even if Bubba and Gregor and Big had to do a little bit more effort. It still wasn't unobtainable. 42 Separatist bosses even for a level 50, bro, 42 Separatist bosses finished your event, okay? And that's not expensive. So OEP, a wild, great success. Do keep in mind, if you play it to its fullest potential, you can play it up to 12 times if you have enough uncommon tickets, all right? But only six of those are going to allow you to get Jordy shards. So you got to be careful. I personally... I'm not necessarily dying for faction credits, so I'm probably not going to play in in extras. I'm going to play the six, and I'm probably going to let it roll. Okay, I, I don't. I'm not dying for faction credits. If you're dying for faction credits, then run it. It's so worth it for the money, for the dollar amount. It's worth it. Okay. Now, I want to go back to the event store because we have two different things happening in the event store. Okay, we have. The, star, the epic star tokens, which we've been talking about. And then if you scroll to the right, Gator, uh, or Looter just says, is there a plan to use Picard tickets in an event store? Picard tickets? No. Picard tickets? No. These are purely a scoring mechanic. However, Picard coins. Picard coins were issued today in a free chest to celebrate Picard week. You're legit when they put your face on money. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that artwork, by the way, Scopely, is also absolutely terrible. <laughs> they one-upped your artwork complaint last time by <laughs> yeah, they... actually putting a picture in the game. Now <laughs> yeah. complain about that, DJ. Oh, my God. That artwork is so bad. Anyway, uh, so let me, let me direct your attention to the graphics room where today Snake Eyes was kind enough to show you. Listen, how cool is it? Gregor, that Scopely is actually going to come out and say, listen, we're going to do daily login chests for a whole week. And, and we're going to tell you what's in them. We're going to tell you what's in them, everybody. All right. So today was faction recruit tokens. Now, somebody said, I didn't get a chest with faction recruit tokens. I didn't get any Federation Klingon or Romulan tokens. Well, you did indirectly. You received 500 Picard coins. If you come into the event store and scroll to the right a little bit, you see Federation, Klingon, and Romulan tokens instead of faction credits, whatever. I don't know why they're calling them tokens. There you can open them up and you can see for the sum of 500 Picard coins, you can get faction credits. Okay? That was Monday's reward. Now, reference your news center. I do, man, Gregor, I'll tell you, I love how cerebral this arc has been so far. I really do. I know that I've said before that I like some things that are complicated. I like being able to think. I like being able to analyze. I'm telling you, I have loved this piece of it so far. The events writing has been really, really good for me. Okay, I really liked it. 
Um, let me read to you something very specific in case somebody missed it while they were reading. Because I know everybody read this. Log in each day to claim your Picard coins in the gift section. Please note, event store bundles will not be available all at once on June 14th. You can choose to spend your coins each day or wait until the last day to spend all of your coins on a single item. The choice is yours. Folks, this tells us a couple of things. A, there is no cool. And and by the way, I interpreted this. Snake Eyes saw the conversation. He made fun of me. Because he said, didn't you read? And I said, yes, why, yes, I did read. I just wanted to make sure. Ladies and gentlemen, let me share with you the second announcement from Live Ops. I just lost it. Here, where is it? Okay. (laughs) Here it is. No cooldowns or limits on the Picard Week bundles. I'll say it again. No cooldowns or limits on the Picard Week bundles. Now, Commander Green says, ooh, how many coins for one Picard shard? We don't know. I do not know what the conversion rate yes, we will do, be. DJ. We do. If you would have watched my video earlier, I told you. I have been busy today. So tell us. So, <laughs> Rev Deuce is on the 500 per epic. 500 per epic. So, so basically. You have the ability to save up seven and get seven free Picard shards. Okay. So, that means. So, basically, if they're going all the way to Picard for one shard for 500 Picard coins, is it safe to assume then that all of these bundles are going to cost 500? Is that is that a safe Every, assumption? Yeah. I didn't get the conversions on some of the stuff that I didn't see as important, like 7 of 10. I focused on the epics, like 5 of 10 Picard, and they said it was 500 per epic shard. So, <clears throat> Okay, so for the epic shards having five costing 500, that means, and, and by the way, this is free. Okay, free. Yeah, like, you're not even free. doing anything. This is just a gift. Fluffy, See, Fluffy Puma was right. You beat me to it. Listen, he beat me to the one of them. He beat me to the one of them. I, I, I told you about the, the 12 Jordy shards. So, there you go. I got, I got that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the five. So seven Picard shards. And, and I got to be honest with you. Got to be honest with you. I may, Rev, I may be more inclined to go after Data because I do intend. Ooh. I intend on yeah, having Picard. winning him, though. Yeah. I intend on having Picard. So And Data, I don't have. So, hey, seven, mm. seven shards of data. I'll take that. Where else are we seeing data? Ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing him six days in uncommon ticketed events. Uncommon ticketed events. <laughs> the uncommon ticketed events that do, in fact, have the resources and materials that we've always wanted. And then... As the cherry on top, put one Picard shard or one Jordy shard or one data shard at the top of those. I got to tell you, Rev, I will spend uncommon tickets on that just for the hell of it. 
mm-hmm. we're talking about officer sourcing. And yes, it's been a big gripe. And yes, for the entire first hour of the show, I'm bitching about it. Only to turn around and say, hey, by the way, good job on sourcing the officers from last month. Okay, now it's still yeah. their, it's still their currently <laughs> it's still their currently relevant oh, arc. Okay, that's great, and we do listen. Let's face it, we do still have problems with other officers from other arcs. Okay, but you're not doing you're not doing so bad. People are able to get their hands on them now. The only thing that I say again, if we're trying to hit that ninety day time frame, Rev, we're still not on pace, mm-hmm. but it's better than it's been. It's better than it's been. All right, so. Do those six days of uncommon ticketed events. There's another six data or Jordy or Picard and or, depending on if you want to buy the tickets, got to be honest with you, folks. One set, uh, one event of uncommon tickets does, in fact, cost you $2.56. $2.56. So, again, the officer exchange event, I feel, pays far, far, far better than a normal uncommon ticketed event. That's basically all the resources and materials plus one shard for $2.56. All right. But it's still good. It's still good. All right. So I think that's been good. And I think if you take a look at this little mini event store that they're doing, listen, we had the mini event store during the, during the uh, Franklin arc, and that turned out to be a failure. I was actually really, really scared when they said they were going to run another mini event store. I was terrified. This one is great. There's no event store loot. They're just reward logins. And even better, you get to choose what you want. If you want that epic projectile, you can go in there and get some shards for it. I want data. I'll go after that. Okay? It's good. It's good. Okay, so great, BJ. Not just good. This needs to be like so much positive reinforcement. They have no choice but to replicate it again. I agree. I agree. Everybody's saying, "Be careful! Don't praise them." Listen, I I know that sometimes we praise them, and and then things go sideways. And and I don't think it's because of the praise. I think it's just you know, again, don't forget, stuff's been written ninety days ago. Okay, the guy. Listen, <laughs> I might even argue, Rev. It'll get worse before it gets better because the next two arcs are already written. <laughs> okay, so the they guy, are. so the guy that wrote this arc, all right, the guy that wrote this arc, he's sitting back and being like, "Oh, look at me, I'm a community favorite." <laughs> and again, just like from from uh, February to March, the guy who wrote the March arc, all right, so the guy who wrote the July arc, he's sitting back and being going, "Oh hell, oh, hell, Rev, my arc's already done, and and these guys really like what they're doing in June and." That's not what I did in July. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that that guy has to, that guy has to be sitting back and being like, oh, crap. You know? Because, listen, I'm, I'm willing to bet. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not going to be surprised if it gets worse before it gets better. All right? Because, like I said, July and August are already written, people. It's already done. That said, kudos, Scopely. Kudos for this arc, and so far, how it's been planned. Your event store information has been provided. Uh, we complained about the Picard option. Projectiles uh, available in the pay store, which w- we knew that was coming. Even in our original video, we said that the rare one was going to be available via in-app purchase. 
So for those of you complaining about the rare Positron phaser, it was always going to be in the event. It was always going to be in the pay store. We said that in the in the video at the beginning of the arc. It was always going to be there. It's not a surprise that it's there. I am probably a little surprised that that, that it's a hundred dollars. Um, this is the one that gives a ten percent damage boost. Just as an FYI, it gives a ten percent damage boost. Hundred bucks seems a little high for that. Like. I mean, $100 is the cost of a prime, big country. So I would totally be more impressed if this were a 100% damage boost. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this if this is worth 100 bucks. I think they might have missed the mark on this I mean, one. <laughs> DJ, you remember being a low level and prime damage was offered to you, which is a 100% buff that you just said for 10 bucks? Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's a... Here's a 10% buff at $100. For 100 bucks. Yeah. And, and Bubba says, don't forget it's the frame. You, it's really pretty. The frame is nice. You do get a very nice frame. Okay, so enjoy the frame. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, we talked about Picard Week. I think that about does it. I'm really happy with what I've seen here so far. Now, uh, Savage Reaper does say, hey, gee, big surprise. They overpriced something. Listen, they do it a lot. I, I'll say this, okay? I don't even blame them for trying it as long as they react, okay? Listen, most businesses, Ford Motor Company, Ford Motor Company released the Bronco last year, okay? By the way, they offered zero rebate, nothing, okay? The price, when it came out, was the price you paid if you wanted something. Guess what? They sold for about a month, and then the rest of them sat around because everyone was like, well, I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. I'm going to wait until I get a little bit of a discount, right? Then they started offering rebates. Then they started selling a little bit better. Companies are always going to probably overprice something that they're really proud of. Okay, I'm fine with that. I got no problem with that. Zero, okay? Charge $200 for it if you want it, Scopely. Just don't expect, DJ. Don't expect people to buy it. DJ. What? Don't do that. All I'm saying is, don't expect don't give people them to buy ideas. It. Don't expect people to buy it. We've already got four hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, and, and more officers. We don't need freaking <laughs> fancy facers being two hundred dollars. Well, that's my point. That's my point. You really missed the mark on this one, but I don't care. Oh boy, I don't care. I'm just not going to buy it. And this is the point that I make when we talk about stuff that's priced in the game. I Beglin says I'm still refusing to buy a second researcher. Hey, I Beglin, I appreciate you making that comment for two reasons. One, you're not in here every single day screaming and yelling and cursing and moaning and groaning about the price of second researcher. You just simply said, doesn't carry value for me. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to wait till it goes on sale. That's what you should do, people. I've used this example a gazillion times. You don't go into Walmart and scream and cuss and kick and yell and spit about the price of a gallon of milk. You just don't buy it. Okay? It's the same thing. The projectiles in the store for $100, that is, to me, a factor of 10 off. It's fine. Just don't buy it. Okay? Simple. Listen, Scopely is going to listen to the statistics and the data on those pack sales more than they're going to listen to Ultimate DJs. Okay? Mm. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> what? You don't think so? Shout out to the sarc- no, 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 I agree. Shout out to the sarcophagus. <laughs> there you go. 
There you go. They're going to listen. That went over like a lead balloon. Okay. So I'm just saying, just don't buy it. Okay. I have no problem telling you it's an abs. No, Shintari, I'm not saying they could charge more. I'm, they could charge whatever they want, but it's up to the consumer to purchase it. It's up to the consumer to buy it, and if it's not worth what the consumer wants to pay for it, then hell with it, okay? I am not spending $100 on a 10% base weapons damage boost, all right? With all due respect, bite me, Okay? But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna actually say that. I'm just not going to buy it. Simple. Okay, not gonna buy it. And I have no problem telling you guys. Listen, I have come out before, and I've said this is a good value, or this is not a good value, in my opinion. If Ripper were here, I would ask him, Ripper, what would you think? And he would say, guarantee, guys. Who wants to guess? He's either gonna say meh. Or I don't think he's even going to say meh. I think he's going to say worse than meh. He's going to say useless or not worth existing is what he said uh, about something here not too long ago. That's right. Arian would say not even, or Arian says Ripper would say not even meh. And he's right. Not meh. Not even meh. Like worse than meh. Meh. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, I'm not, that's not a negative rant. That's not a negative rant. Not at all. I'm fine with what you decided to do. You decided to go for the gusto. Kudos to you. Didn't work. Make it cheaper. <laughs> then maybe somebody will look at buying it. All right. Cause yeah, it is what it is. All right. Do we have anything else? Gregor, big country, truck and chick. Do we got anything else? Cause I think we covered my show notes. I, I still I know I keep putting off Armadas. the Arma- I know we keep putting off the Armadas. Um, do you think we can do that in, in ten or fifteen minutes? What's our time, Stevens Aaron? Yeah. No, I don't think we can do that in ten or fifteen minutes. We're gonna have to do it. We're gonna have to put it off again. Listen, here's the thing. Aaron is not on duty tonight, dear. Huh? Stevens Aaron's not on duty tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got we're we're yeah, see you don't you can't do it in 15 minutes. No, I don't okay. want to, and I don't want to do it in 15 minutes. I, because again, I feel like it's worth talking about. It's it's and it's worth doing some analytics on. Okay, and we have some of that stuff. Uh, and and I'm sorry that I keep putting off trying to get it to you. Maybe maybe Wednesday we'll do some on stream. Big country, do you think that we could plan for that Wednesday night? You think we could plan to do some of these on camera? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's uh, Wednesday, yeah, on YouTube. Because here's the thing. Today's Monday. I don't know. it. Listen, if there's a bunch of new content stuff that comes out in the next 48 hours, we'll do a podcast. But I think since Wednesday is so close to Monday, that Wednesday uh, evening we'll just potentially do a live stream. And if that's the case, okay, uh, and that's right, Nathan, we will have Picard Day events, which I promise I will save all of them and I will do them on camera. Um, and we will do some armadas on camera, big country. We'll do I, some, we'll do some of the bigger armadas. Yeah. What's up, Gregor? I, I want to touch on one thing in armadas. Yeah. Uh, please. What am I supposed to spend all these platinum armada credits on? 
Okay, you know what? I can tell you that because that won't take 15 minutes. Platinum Armada credits are not being used this arc. Okay, that's all I can say for now. They are not being used right now. They will eventually become a parent. chick thinks I'm joking. No, I'm no, not joking. No, there is, there is a, somebody show, no, seriously, somebody show the picture. There is a Platinum Armada credit, and I would assume that that is higher than Epic. <laughs> All right. I want to see Gregor's picture of some in his inventory. Absolutely. I think even I have one. Don't you have one, Big Country? Everybody got one. Yeah. There is one. Everybody got one. Hold on. Deuce didn't get one? Yeah. Oh, wait. His says zero. Okay. Okay. You did promise me you would never lie to me. <laughs> is it just... What did okay. you... Oh, well, hang on a second. Is it just... I thought if it was in my inventory... I don't have anything else in my inventory that says zero. Why is it showing up then? Why is it showing up with a count of zero? Oh, you know what? I also have zero two. I also have zero two-hour peace shields, apparently. What else do I have zero of? Let's look. <clears throat> um, okay. Sorry. I do I do also have zero platinum armada credits. I thought people were earning them because it's it shows in my inventory. Alright, sorry. My bad. Anyway, the platinum armada credits are not being used this month. Alright. They they're gonna be presented a little bit later on sorry sorry you know what it is it is scary though when you think about it big what's better than epic platinum what does that mean does that mean a new chest it's not a directive mind you listen it's not a directive it's a credit which means there's another chest coming is it platinum or p latinum what? And does that mean Frankie officers are coming? Oh, <laughs> P quality, P quality latinum. There you go. Uh, yeah, Lakuta says, what's coming next? Diamond? Uh, yeah, maybe. Ultra platinum? I don't know. Ultra epic? I don't Legendary? I don't know. All right, who knows? But anyway, yeah, they're, they are here. They're not being used. Don't, uh, don't think about it for right now. Okay. Um, okay, I have one last question for you guys, community. Very One last question. Now, I did amass a lot of speed-ups for away team's assignments, and I competed in the first Wesley auction. Uh, not the Wesley auction, but the away team's assignments leaderboard. Because I had like, dude, did you see the uh, elite battle pass, like milestone 12? had 40 days worth of away team speed-ups, or maybe it was 20 days. Did you see that, Gregor? I did, and I was laughing because I was like, wow, Battle Pass just got another $100 value. Dude. We got less from the original speed-up pack. Yeah. $100 than that. Let me tell you, I was stoked, man. Here it is, 20 days. I Listen, I have to be honest. I think it was a typo. Okay. Typo. It's supposed to be two. <laughs> well, either two or they were supposed to be 20, like, one hours or 20. I mean, because look at Milestone 14. Milestone 14 has 18 hours worth. Okay? 18 hours. And then Milestone 16 has another 18 hours. 
So for milestone 12, or sorry, milestone 8 to have had 20 days. Now, DJ Gurr says it coincided with the away team's event, and I agree. That's why I'm, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily 100% think it was a typo, but wow, how valuable. Okay, how valuable. Snake Eyes says, why are we talking about it? Because most people should have Milestone 8 by now. So everybody's already got it. And it did time out for the event. And if you didn't get it, then bank those because you're going to get another assignment event here in another week or so. But 20 days. Well, Gregor, I blew mine. I blew mine on the first Wesley Crusher event. And um, I think I placed second. I did get sniped at the end. Somebody must have pulled out an epic on me in the last few seconds. I got sniped. But I got second place. And I was really excited with the number of service awards that I had amassed just by rushing 20 days worth of assignments. All right. Um, but that leaves me with a, a, a query for you now. I'm just going to ask this question. We'll take our final break. We'll play a game and we'll get out of here. I now have a five day epic assignment. And I think I've pretty much decided that I'm not going to use good officers. So, Gregor, here's my question. The best I can get with an officer I'm not going to use is 70% on an epic that co- that's five days and costs 3,600 star charts to get into. 70%. Should I put a good officer in there or should I just yeah. let it roll at 70%? Now, mm-hmm. listen, if I, listen, if I don't put any officers in there, then I'm not stressed about the speed ups. All right. I'm not stressed about getting my officers back and it's a 70% chance at 62,000 service awards or nothing. I mean, what's the worst that could happen, right? I was kind of thinking that it's it's probably worth it to run. But do you think that I should try to get to 100% by putting one or two good officers in there? It's going to be my Kirk Spock again. It's a defense mission. At least Whoa. it's 85%. Come on. 70 if oh, I if I don't use if I don't use any that's officer, that's a waste, dude. That's a waste. Don't really seventy percent. You're gonna be what so ticked if you mm. fail it after five days. No, I'm not gonna care because because here's here's what I did, and I know this is gonna listen. This is gonna sound well problem for a second. You need to hear me out, okay? Take the speed ups out of milestone eight. It's twenty days worth. Compete in the Wesley event. All right, and I amassed, I'm not even lying, I amassed 700,000 service awards, okay? I am not stressed out for service awards at the moment. So five days for 62,000, if I'm not tying up any officer. Didn't you say you were tying up Kirk? No, I would tie up Kirk if I tried to take my chances higher. It's a defense mission. Oh, you see oh, what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, if you're, if, yeah, okay. I guess if you're going to throw t- total trash. If I'm going to throw total fine. trash, the best I can get is 75%. Let me, let me look. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Click it there now. Is half trash you can throw at it? I mean. If I use Kumak, I can get to 85%. There you go. What else do you need Kumak for? Come on. I use him on the lower decks. He's got 10,000 stat Ooh, points. There's other officers with lower decks. Five days. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> so, bye. See, DJ, I, 
this is what I would do. If, if you really have no desire for it, then I think you leave it. You don't do anything. You let it refresh in 12 hours and see what, see what other event. Pops oh, no, up no, no. Maybe. Let me, let me rephrase. It's not, first of all, I have never, ever, ever gotten an assignment that has something that I need to have. I am unlike the rest of the galaxy. I do not get active nanoprobes. I'm not getting cord RBPs. I'm not getting anything good out of that stuff. All right. This one has a 25% crit, uh, crit chance at one crash shard. Okay. Paint me excited. All right. I don't care. So again, I'm just at it for the service awards. And I go back to what my original thinking was at the very beginning is I, I'm, I'm going to go with a hybrid of my theory and big country's theory. And so I want to I run it by you guys. Gregor, you had your theory. Big, you changed your theory. Is Bubba still here? I would love to hear what he has to say about this because everybody keeps saying that it's evolving. Everybody keeps saying that they've changed their plans. I have also changed my plan, and I have created a new hybrid. So I want to hear what you guys think. I am now only doing epics, big country. I'm not doing any rares, uncommons, or commons. I'm doing epics only, and I'm throwing trash. The reason that I'm doing that is that I'm not missing any officers. I can get a 70 or 75% chance at the service awards, which is what I'm after because I give zero craps about the critical chance bonus. All right, I, I have not gotten anything good. Literally, I've gotten nothing good. All right, so I've got two available epics right now. The five-day epic is offering me 62,000 service awards. The one-day epic is offering me 12,000 service awards. I'm going to throw trash on both of them and just start accumulating and, and padding my bank account with the service awards because the epics pay better. I decided I'm not going to do any more rares because I just banked like 600 700,000 in the Wesley event. So so this is why I'm saying Gregor and Big, see what you think about my advice. Community, take the 20 days worth of speed ups in milestone 8, go stupid crazy in the Wesley event, bank yourselves up a half a million service awards, okay? Start doing your research comfortably. And then you can pick and choose the assignments. You can pick and choose the assignments that you want to do because you have a healthy bank of service awards. Now, somebody's going to say, well, if you only do the epics, then you're going to run out of the epic star charts. Well, as a result of my binge, I now have 212,000 rare star charts and 70,000 epic star charts. And by the way, Aries, exactly what I did. Exactly what I did. I used my refreshes for the first time, Gregor. I had 1,400 going into the event. I now have 400, which means I used 1,000 refreshes during that event. So I think, Aries says I used 1,200. I think you guys should maybe give it a go. Now, I know what I'm doing is probably amplifying the cost of this next solo leaderboard and that's not my intent but i'm telling you that's what i did it worked well and i got a bunch of research and i got a bunch of service awards i finally got to use the refresh tokens for something that actually gave me a little bit of value and now i feel like i can pick and choose my service awards i i, I mean big yeah any reaction at all to that 
you're kind of you're kind of already filtering out, right? Yeah, that's what I'm. I no, I agree. I think that that's a uh, that's what I've been doing. Just now, I, like I said, I've been lucky to get stuff where I am getting stuff that I need or stuff that I want. And like you said, you're not. So that that's unfortunate. But yeah, I'm, um, I don't get good stuff. Huh? Yeah, no, I get some good stuff, and that's why I, if I don't have anything good, I I leave it there and let it refresh in twelve hours. Okay, now hang on a second, truck and chick, come into voice. You say that I'm smoking crack. Why do you think I'm smoking crack? Why would you pass up free opportunity? at resources that you have to do nothing but send garbage officers after. Why would you just completely bypass all the normal and the rare? Well, okay, I'll tell you why. Because I am now maintaining three entire crews worth with underdeck, okay? So that's a fair question. It's an absolutely fair question. Let me answer it. I am using three full decks now because I'm not going to sacrifice any of my officers. So now let me tell you, and Big says it's unfortunate I'm not getting any rewards. Let me tell you what I've got. Okay, and first of all, I have one rare. The rare contains a 20. So the rare contains 390 G3 common crystal. I have a 25% chance at a critical for 20 G3 crystal. That was a three day assignment. All right. That's my only rare, by the way. Okay, my uncommon is a 24-hour uncommon, 3,000 service awards, and a 10% chance at 260 Romulan faction credits. Okay, 10% chance. And again, you guys know I'm not a super chancy cat. Okay, I'm looking at the guarantees. I'm looking at the guarantees. So 5,760 Romulan rep, sorry, I can do that in one hostel. I don't need to spend 24 hours to do that. I also don't need to spend 24 hours on 3,000 service awards when I can do an epic and get 12,000 service awards in the same 24 hours. You see what I'm saying? So like Big says, I'm kind of skipping over some of the ones that don't pay, and I'm kind of holding out for the ones that pay better. If I've got more assignments that have not started then i've got a better chance at maybe drawing a good rare or an epic on the next refresh versus tying one up for a day or two or three bubba joe welcome to the stage you think i'm crazy too huh you think i'm smoking i don't think think you're crazy uh i think so you asked what i'm doing and and this is not going to be appreciated by a lot of people I've stopped. Uh, I, I look at them every refresh, mm. and if there's something that is less than less than a day, it has to be a 12 or 8-hour one that is even remotely interesting, I'll throw a crew on it, and then I'll think about having it. The only time I, I change that is when I'm preparing for Mining Monday because as you know, a higher ops player, we have an ROE, which, again, not everyone has. Right. And I go send my ships, five of my ships into deep space and they mine for three days. And then I don't need crews, right? So I can throw crews in the waiting uh, away teams then. But other than that, I just don't care anymore. I'm just over away teams assignments until they address it. You know, so Bubba, you're not, I'm not wildly behind you. Like I, when I say like, I'm not like, I'm like three steps behind you because 
Um, I, like I say, I'm only going to do the epics. I'm not doing the 12 and, and the 8 and the 4s. I, I will say this. I will do a 4 if it's my overnight cycle. And hell, I don't even throw, I don't even mind to throw like Khan and Gorkon and Kirk and Spock on those. Like if it's a four hour and it's an overnight, I'll do it. All right. I will not do a four hour during the day, by the way, but I will do a four hour overnight. But the reason that I'm kind of holding out and just then throwing junk on the epics is because I bought myself a buffer. And, and when I say I bought myself, I didn't, I mean, it came in the battle pass. And whether it was a mistake or not, it was good. Again, that's another plus mark for this arc, another plus mark for this battle pass. That 20 days was excellent in Milestone 8. And, I mean, I'm not kidding you, trucking chick. That 20 days plus maybe I had another five days already banked up myself, okay? That bought me almost a half a million Service awards. And by the way, when I was doing that, I was only doing the epics. That, that's why I've, I've kind of, like, I, I accelerated myself, like, 30 days, truck and chick. I think that's what I did. When I did it, the epic assignments were giving 500 points. The rares were only given 200. So, during the event, I would refresh, start the epics, speed them up, and then refresh again. And did the epics. And the reason I did that is because I wanted the 500 points per assignment. If I was going to spend the speed-ups, then A, I wanted the 500 points instead of the 200 points. And B, I wanted the service awards instead of, you know, the, the higher service awards from the epic instead of the lower service awards. And three, because I was speeding them up crazy fast, I used my best officers and was getting multiplier payouts. And by doing that for one hour one day, I got over, I got almost 700,000. Now, again, I I say I got 700. I had 700, so I probably had maybe 100 leading up to that. I bet you I earned between half a million and 600,000. Okay? Hey, DJ. So I think you're on the right track here because that's exactly what I did. I haven't unlocked the epics yet because I haven't built up my OAS center yet because I had to spend my war on other stuff to upgrade first. But I did all rares, and that's exactly what I did. I did the two-day, one-day, three days, used my best officers, sped them up, refreshed, did the same thing over and over again. I did that for like 45 minutes. You know, I ended up getting 450,000 you know, credits to spend in for research. I'm set for the next two to three weeks. That's kind of what I was thinking, Aries. That's why you know, I, I have this buffer now. So I'm thinking I can be a little bit more choosy with my assignments. So what if five days go by and I don't get any awards? You know, I mean, yeah, that will suck. But if I do get the rewards that it's 60,000 and I didn't sacrifice a single officer. Right. You're, and you can, and, and you I can think, use, go ahead, Ari, sorry. You know, you can pick it. You can pick and choose the ones that pay out more because they, you know, all, not all one days are the same payout. Some pay out 6,500, some pay 7,800, exactly. some pay 12,000. Some pay 3600 Are you really going to use up officers for a day to pay out 3600 Exactly. Not really. I'd rather have that 12000 use my better, better officers, speed it up, or just wait out the 24 hours, and I get 20 You know, It Agreed. makes more sense now, to let me... get a higher payout and pick and choose what you get. I don't get the great you know, rares and stuff where you know, I don't need Enterprise BPs, Augur BPs, D4 BPs. I don't need officers that I have maxed out for mm-hmm. one shard on critical chance. 
I need the credit research credits. Exactly. And, and Aries, uh, thank you very, very much for that. Uh, exactly kind of what I'm thinking. I'm going to address two comments in chat. We're going to get ready to wrap up. Blue's on the stage. I'm going to come to him. Uh, Bubba, I'm going to come to you and let you wrap up here in just a second. A uh, couple of comments out of the chat. I think Snake Eyes has it on the head. You have to build the buffer. And, and it wasn't until I stood back and did 30 days worth of assignments in one hour that I realized, oh my God, this is what puts somebody over the hump. Okay, This is what puts somebody over the hump. Now, Tabby Moses says, the summary is high-level folks have a harder time with away missions. Uh, that's true. But, but that's not what I'm talking I'm actually talking about free-to-play community. Okay, or or light spend, low spend, because look at the the elite track of your battle pass. Okay, and tr and and truck and chick, you're missing this. Okay, listen, you say let's take a moment and think about smaller ops players. I am. Okay, if you can get the service awards to unlock your epic assignments, all right, which it is expensive. Okay, but once you get that, those epic assignments pay out exponentially higher than anything else and you're only going to get one or two if that per day one or two per day that's all you're going to get all right you may not even get one on every single refresh okay but when i got that battle pass milestone and i got 20 days all right i decided to chase wesley i finally used the refresh tokens and I did, and I focused on all epics because the epics paid. It wasn't even about the rewards, chick. It was about the points in the Wesley event, 500 for, for an epic. And by the way, speed-ups don't cost more for an epic than they do for a common, okay? If it's 24 hours for an epic and 24 hours for a common, it's still the same 24 hours worth of speed-ups, okay? <sighs> Tabby Moza, you're missing my point, dude. Okay, you're missing my point. It wasn't, it, it, I mean, it was about the event, sure, but it also gave me a chance to spend the refresh. You can't unlock epic assignments till 39. No, that's not correct. It's 35. I'm almost yes, sure. It is. 39. I'm looking at it. Ops 39, shuttle bay 35. Ops 39. Hold on, let me find the chart. Bartasia, where's your chart? I'll give you a picture. In the Farty I Trust. Hang on, let me look. All right. <clears throat> I got the chart pulled up. Epic Assignments. Well, I got to zoom in. Okay, here we go. Epic Assignments is After Infamy and Heroism. Mm -hmm. Yep, Ops 39, Shuttle Bay 30. Okay, fine. Take the epics out of it. That's fine. So your scale is going to be smaller than mine. But listen, if you're an Ops 35 and you're six months away from 39, then fine. Don't worry about the epics. Do it with the rares. The rares are still going to pay better than your uncommons and your commons. And, and Tabby Moses' comment is, tired old argument, don't use your best officers. Listen, I can use my best officers when they're only going to be tied up for 30 seconds. Okay? And that's what I did. I started the assignment. I finished the assignment with speed-ups in the matter of seconds, okay? Because there was an event giving points. So you can do rares the same exact way. If you are a lower ops level player, then your research isn't costing as many service awards anyway. So you can do that with the rares. Maybe it's not a half a million. Maybe it's 100,000. But that's still going to buy you a lot of research, okay? So 
Grand Gate says, can you summarize it in a video? Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a good video because this gave me a 30-day perspective, Bubba, a 30-day perspective in the span of 45 minutes. And, and now, like Snake Eyes says, that if you build up the buffer, if you've got a little bit of a buffer, man, that gives you, that gives you a lot of flexibility. Like big country, he's choosing his assignments. I'm now, I think I'm going to pretty much just do epics because I've got a half a million buffer now. Bubba has given up on it. I hate that. But, I mean, where are you with your research, Bubba? Just out of curiosity. I know you're a level 50, but where are you with your research? I'm not nearly as far along as uh, Big Country or Gregor, but, uh, you know, I've got a lot of things that are at, you know, eight or nine. Some of the stuff they've completed, I've got at eight or nine. Uh, I've, I've moved through, I, everything's got at least one level. So I've, I've got a few things there, but I, I want to uh, truck and chickens, right? Right. You know, this is what's working for me. I, it, it, it does not matter to me anymore. And that's the feedback I've been giving, uh, other people I can give feedback to is that the relevance of the away team's assignments at 50 is not relevant. And so I'm not going to bother until it becomes relevant. And that may mean I just never advance in the tree. But I do see that away teams' assignments are relevant to a lot of players, and I think those players should continue. I think they they get a lot of value from it. Yes, they're going to maybe have to put some of their better officers to really guarantee themselves, but I think that there's a lot of relevance to getting ship BPs or maybe getting an officer shot or getting you know a lot of ship XP. I can't tell you how many people I've uh, you know lower level players tell me I can't upgrade my ships because I don't have any ship XP. It's like well go grind hospitals, but they they think they can't do it. So. I think that away team's assignments is really built for a lower ops player, and that's okay. It's not built for me, and that's okay too. So I don't have a big problem with it. I just It's not for me, and I'm just not investing the time that I have in the game in it anymore. Well, <clears throat> I agree with one uh, really loud statement you made there. It's not about the rewards, uh, and Aries is pointing this out in chat, as is Jayberg, as is Kel, and as is ultimate DJs have said is that it, it really does come down to the research. Uh, it comes down to the research and the benefits that it, that it can give there. So anyway, uh, I didn't mean to go so long on that. I didn't want to spend 15 minutes on armadas, big country, but <laughs> away teams assignments that always seems to suck us in. You know, th- like I said, this is the one, this is a new mechanic that we still haven't found like an actual, like one size fits all. And, and we may never find it. There may, it may not exist, Bubba, but there are morphing abilities and morphing benefits to this, and, and strategy is changing for people. And, and I think, listen, I'm okay spending 30 minutes. I'll tell you why I'm okay spending 30 minutes on away teams. All right, Rev's making fun of me. I won't spend 15 minutes on Armadas for 40-plus, but I'll spend 30 minutes on away teams for the mid-30s. All right? And, and, and listen, the reason I'm okay with that is because the people, the players in the mid-30s, they they need the information more because I'm here to tell you, big country's already he's already solved the 40 plus armadas. We'll do content on it because I wanted to want to share it with you guys. But I'm here to tell you, anybody who's already doing them, they got them figured out. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> all right. And Truck and Chick says that wasn't for the mid 30s. Maybe not on the epics, okay? But you you need to get you need to hear me. The strategy was sound. Build up your buffer. And then you can be choosier. Okay? And Rev, thank you. He says, I enjoyed the away missions conversation. It, 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 it is, I think it's going to benefit a few more players. And, and let's face it, I mean, no disrespect to the 40 plus at all. I love you guys. But big, 
you all figured out 40 plus armadas yes or no you got a match yeah i mean there are yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it's not that much different from the regular armadas Ex exactly i mean they, they listen they figured that out on day one all right and and yes we'll show it but but here's the thing it's locked away for a lot of players away teams assignments is available for everybody level eight plus now again if you if you feel like the conversation you know was over your head because we're talking about epic assignments then then maybe so be it but i mean even if it's not epics if you're not 35 or 39 if you're 35 then you can still do it with the rares you know, and, and, and this particular strategy during an event, and like Tabby Moses says, all right, if you have been able to amass this stuff, if you have been able to to save it up, I mean, I said during the last arc, I didn't spend a single refresh, none. I had 1,400 going into the Wesley event this month, and, and like I said, I have been using some speed-ups, but I think I probably had five or six days, okay? So... That combined with the battle pass gave me a great opportunity in not only in, in the Wesley event, but as a side effect of the Wesley event, now I find myself with an ops appropriate at 39 doing the epics. I found myself with a 500,000 buffer on service awards. Now I can be pickier. And I think Snake Eyes said it right. Listen, for the for uh, ops 35... It doesn't need to be half a million. Maybe it can be 100,000, okay? Maybe it can be 100,000, but you still got to, to figure out your buffer, okay? You got to figure out what your buffer is. And, and, and Tabby Moses says, you know, as far as the armadas go, yeah, the bigs have got to figure it out. It is the mid-level 30s that need the most info, which is why I'm okay spending 30 minutes on away teams instead of 15 on G4 armadas. All right, so I, I don't think that, uh, that, that this was time wasted. I think that this is a continuing mechanic, an evolving mechanic, and, uh, and I just found something that I, think, that I think I liked, and I'm sharing it with you. If you don't like it, you don't have to use it. No, I think the thing with the away team to kind of keep in mind is that, you know, you did say you were looking for a cookie cutter, and you did say it. Like, there is no cookie cutter, and I believe – because there is no cookie cutter. There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can approach it. And not only that, uh, based on where you are in the game and what your needs are, how you approach it is going to change. You know, you may at one point be like, hey, I need to do this, I need to do this. And then there may come a time where you're like, oh, I don't need to. I need to be more picky about what I do. So I, I think it's going – I think it's one of those things where there's – a lot of different ways to play it. There is no cookie cutter. And one thing that will be, that will, I think the cookie cutter is, is that it will change and evolve with your game on how you play it. Yeah. DJ. Yeah. I'm going to throw in, I, I really 100% agree with what uh, Big Country saying. Cause like for me, I, I do it very differently with the way missions on my now level 17 account. And that account started at one as soon as the way missions came out. So I've had that from level eight up and it's very different than how I do it on my 26 account and how I do it on my 39 and down there. I mean, I'm able to get several hundred more latinum every couple of days out of nothing. So I just go for any rewards in general, whereas 39, I'm more like you. I'm very picky about what I'm doing because I've already built a small buffer zone, so I don't need to just go randomly running away missions. 
it's going to vary based on your level and what you need and what officers you have. If you don't have a bunch of extra officers, you know, I will on my uh, low level, I'll throw one officer that's a, a dead cadet, won't even fill out all the crew, and I'll just set it to run. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I was what I was saying earlier. What started the whole conversation was, you know, I can get seventy five percent on this epic, and I kind of feel like that may be what I want to do. And and that's kind of why, why I wanted to to run it out here and and just kind of see if some players who have been working this have kind of continued to evolve, like Big Country, like maybe Tabby Moza. Uh, and like Bubba Joe and seeing where this has continued to take you. What's interesting about this, Rev, and, and we'll wrap up with this. What's interesting is that the way players are playing this today is different than it was 10 days ago and different mm-hmm. than it was on day one of the arc. This mechanic has continued to shift, is completely fluid, and is not at all the same as it was the day it came out. And that, to me... Bubba, I think you said it on our pre on our last show. You said that this particular design, whether accidental or intentional, was pure genius. Now, I don't know if I want to give Scoopley that much credit, but maybe they deserve it. This mechanic is truly the most unique and the most diverse mechanic in the game today. But I don't think that it's perfect, right? And I don't think anyone confuses it for being perfect. And I would hope, I hope that unlike where we're at with territory capture and there have been no changes other than the jelly edition, mm-hmm. I hope they take the feedback that we've given them and that the players are giving them in, in lots of forums that you've given them, the other content creators, and say, let's improve this. Let's narrow some of the focus. Let's figure out, let's explain some of the mechanics to players so that they understand it a little bit better. And I hope that they will evolve it into something that can really shine and be useful for all levels of ops players. But I I think that there's a lot of depth to it. It's just, it does not seem to be, I mean, again, everyone knows my struggles that's listened to the show, but it does not seem to be working for me. So I've said, I'm, I have a limited time in the game. I can't devote all of my time to everything. This is one of the things like you've talked about managing your time in the game. Yep. This is one of those things that I'm just shutting out for a little while and I'm hoping they will continue to evolve it and make it better and make it. So it makes a lot of sense for all levels of players all the time. That's perfect. I appreciate it. Bubba. Yeah. Thank you uh, for your time on the show. And uh, thank you for your time on the stage blue. Uh, was that you? Yeah, yo, Blue, you got the final word, man. Let's wrap up. What do you got? So I wanted to say I also pushed with the Wesley uh, auction. Uh, used up those twenty-one day speed ups real fast, but I got first place and I had the buffer built up. But and I would agree with having being selective. I like I don't touch the one day plus uncommons. There's no reason to pursue them. But however, you know, I will still pursue like the eight hour and twelve hours as long as I'm you know not planning on refreshing any time during that cool down period right because if i do eight hours it's going to there's still going to be an open slot by the time reset hits exactly and, and especially especially overnight and and guys I'll, I'll say this too if you've got a four hour or an eight hour okay don't actually be scared to put your absolute best officers on overnight okay like tr- do that now listen a four hour or an eight hour what's it going to give you Blue is going to give you 1,200 instead of 800 service awards, but that's still 400 more overnight when you're not doing anything while you're sleeping. 
Well, you're Kirk and Spock are out there mining for G2 Uncommon Crystal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it, it, you're, if you're sleeping, that's the perfect time to let them work for you, okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll sleep on the one day plus Uncommons, but if I have an eight-hour, if I do a 12-hour near reset, just pop a five-minute speed up, I'm done, you know? There you go. All right, uh, Truckin' Chick says, we have to play a game today. She says, no more letting you off the hook. Let's do it. All right, what are we playing today? What do we want to do today? I've got games, okay? I've got, um, let's see, I've got Steakhouse or Gay Bar. I've got Strip Club or Daycare. Or day, what is it? Day, daycare, Strip Club, whatever it's. <laughs> strip club or daycare strip club or daycare uh we want we want blurt <laughs> big country do we even have a blurt game ready let me look let me see no blurt i don't think no we have I, listen we can play normal blurt i don't have i don't have star trek fleet command blurt boom, 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 boom. i don't have star trek fleet command blurt but we can do we can do normal blurt all right, Stony Dude says, let's do Blurt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do regular Blurt. Let's find ourselves a winner right now. Contest and pick. Shell Doom. Shell Doom. What's up, Shell Doom? Listen, Shell Doom is the guy that used to... Shell Doom is the guy that used to fall asleep in our voice channel for four days at a time. You remember? Shell Doom, welcome back, buddy. It has been a while. No, listen, I'm... Is he awake? Because he would. He would fall asleep. And Truck and Chick, you know, because I would I would joke with you. My he would still be here like 18 hours later. <laughs> oh, there's Sheldon! Sheldon! We got to get you in voice. Bring him in. I'm trying. I'm trying. Bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, the infamous Sleepy Sheldon. Welcome <laughs> to the stage. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Sheldoom, hit the green bar. Hit the green bar on your app, and you can come on in. Yeah, man. That's great. All right, let's see. All right, I've got some blurt cards. Sheldoom, where'd you go? He was invited, then he disappeared. Boom, boom. I invited him. He's not here. Where'd he go? Bring him back, 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 bring him back. He's not shy. Is he shy? I'm sorry. <laughs> he fell asleep. <laughs> Sheldon, uh, listen, if you... Sheldon, if you want to play in in text, we can play a different game. If you want to play in text, we'll play a different game, but I need you to respond. You were here. Please don't lose... He says it ain't working. All right, we'll play a different game. We can play a different game in, in text if you want. All right. Proud, yeah, you've been or invited. So click on the green bar, and and that basically accepts you onto our stage. He already is. He's already done the invite thing. Truck and Chick invited him into the stage, so he just has to accept the invite. Yep. Bring him up to the stage. All right, we're running out of time though, so if we can't get him up here, we'll have to play a text game. Press the green bar on the top of your phone if you're on phone. I don't know what it looks like if you're on PC. Ew, Maztec, that looks disgusting. What is that? That looks terrible. All right, he wants to play text. He wants to play a text game. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to play one game of Steakhouse or Gay Bar. 
Steakhouse or gay bar? Here's how it works, Sheldon. I'm going to read you the name of a place. Um, I'll, I guess I'll give you... I'm probably not going to give you the city. I'm just going to read you the name of an establishment. All right? You have to tell me if it sounds like it's a steakhouse or a gay bar. Okay? If you get three right, you're a winner. If you get five right, you max your odds at your prize. Okay? Three to be a winner. Five to max your odds. Here we go. Steakhouse or gay bar? The first one, Sheldon, is Risky's. Risky's. Steakhouse or gay bar? Risky's. <laughs> he says it's a steakhouse. He's correct. That is, in fact, a steakhouse. Good guess. You're one for one. How about Wagon Wheel? The Wagon Wheel. Steakhouse or gay bar? Uh, where is he at? Sheldon says that's a gay bar. That is correct. Holy cow. He's two for two. How about this one? Trapper Pete. Trapper Pete's. Sorry, Pete's. P-E-T-E-S. Trapper Pete's. He says that's a steakhouse, and that is also correct. Holy cow, he's doing well. How about the Black Eagle? Black Eagle. Steakhouse or gay bar? Sheldon says that's a steakhouse. Uh-oh, you got that one wrong. Uh, yeah, the Black Eagle. The Black Eagle is a gay bar. All right. Uh, last one. <laughs> Hard eight. <laughs> Hard eight. Steakhouse or gay bar? <laughs> Sheldon says that's a steakhouse, and he would be indeed correct. That's a, that's a winner. He's a winner. Four out of five. All right. Four out of five ain't bad, my friend. Now listen. Sorry. What is happening? Oh, they're both playing at the same time. That's great. Yes. That's right, trucking chick. Hard eight is in, I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to say this right, Coppel, Texas. Is it Coppel? And Frisco and Dallas. There you go. She's like, listen, I've, I've had hard eight. It's awesome. Hey. What? I'm saying. It's great. It's delicious stuff. All right. Listen, you got four out of right, Sheldon. Uh, four out of five right. Sheldon, that means you get to pick two chests. Okay? Two chests out of our prize closet. We've got 20 available chests. The prizes have been randomized. You get to pick any two. And then I'm going to tell you the contents of those two, and you get to pick the prize that you want. He says 7 and 18. 7. Wow, you guys keep going to this one. Uh, 7 contains 600 biotics. 600 biotics. Chest number 18. Ooh. Chest number 18 contains 15,000 rare uranium. 15,000 rare uranium for your Stella. So you got 600 biotics jam-packed with resources for you or 15,000 blue goo. Okay? 15,000 blue goo or 600 biotics. Sheldon, he says uh, 600 biotics, please. That's what you get. Congratulations. Good job. There you go. He's taking 600 biotics, almost a week's worth of amazing resources out of the new advanced refinery. Uh, for resources from the Franklin A. Congratulations to you. And ladies and gents, that is our time. Thank you very much for being here on a Monday night, the impromptu rescheduling. Don't forget, Wednesday, we will come back and do some form of content. Some form of content, whether it be uh, a YouTube stream or a podcast. We'll see what we get into, okay? Dekix, thank you for being here. Appreciate you very much. Scaly back. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Thank you all very much. Please visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC. 
TalkingTrekKC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, uh, where you can go and check out links to our YouTube channel. How about this? You've listened to the show. You're a fan of the show. Now go and own the swag, ladies and gentlemen. Check out our merchandise store where you can buy socks, T-shirts, blankets, masks, cell phone covers. Maybe, maybe like Coke bottle labels or something. I don't know. There's all kinds of cool stuff in there. Check it out. It is the Star Trek Fleet Command official podcast. Talking Trek merch store. You check it out. Okay. Uh, By the way. Yes, Captain Caboose. Yes, I did the draw for the Battle Pass. Those winners will be getting their stuff in the next couple of days. I'd like to thank my guests tonight. Thank you, Mr. Big Country and Mr. Level 50 Bro, Gregor. Get to the chopper. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for being here. Thank you to Truck and Chick, Arian, and our moderator team. Thank you for being on hand here this evening. Thank you to our executive producer, Snake Eyes for listening in tonight and uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you for all the ops level perspectives tonight from 50 all the way down to 20 and beyond. Thank you guys so very much for listening and providing your insight. Also, while you're on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online, consider joining our patron program. That's where players just like you can consider joining our patron program by donating at least $5 a month towards our show. That's keeping the lights on. That's paying for the licensing and all this other stuff, all right? Uh, we appreciate those players very much. I'd like to thank them now. Gregor Scott, Venkman, I beg them, Big Country, JC Doom, Hank, Chucks the Grunt, uh, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Burke, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Honey, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, Incy, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy Puma, ZCX, uh, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V, Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack, Boom, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King of 101, Silent Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Damodarks, Blue, Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Kren, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, DJ Goes, Six Hours, Conair, Iris Jack, Y-Man, Phineas, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Needlex, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harshest, Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Crapton, Jack, Dr. Link, Jason Rufo, uh, Velvet, Right Turn Clyde, Your Mom, Powerful, Scarlet Hawk, and Young Ducat. Thank you for contributing as gold patrons to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, man, and see you on Wednesday. Uh, Bye-bye.